0: in the old days when somebody had a secret they didn't want to share they'd go up to the mountain carve a hole in a tree and whisper that secret inside and cover it with mud but this podcast ain't no secret i don't want to share i want to share it all with you that's right (laughs) for the very first time ever i watched in the mood for love what is up everybody welcome to clear tinted classics the show where i your host jake ryan baker watch classic movies for the very first time and give my nostalgia free opinions on them usually but today is a return of a reoccurring series where i am not the noob to the movie instead my guest christina is and she's back to talk about more wong car Wai. yay and we're so happy to have her back <laughs> everyone is Hello. <laughs> yes. So this is uh
1: This is our last one car wide together, right?
0: I mean I don't know. It's up maybe, to
1: Maybe, maybe not. Maybe <laughs> not. <laughs>
0: He's got ton of other movies too. Yeah uh, These are oh these are adjustable. <laughs> <laughs> these were adjustable the Oh
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't figure it out of my baby brain. Uh,
0: I was just trying to move him <laughs> and I was like, wait, wait, wait.
1: They're childproof. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I will say, I think we, with this one, we will have covered his most infamous movies. Mm-hmm. And so we had to hit this one.
1: This was our list. The yeah. Three, yeah.
0: I mean, I would definitely be down to cover the rest of his stuff, especially some of his earlier stuff. But. Absolutely. Apparently, there I don't know much about it because I'd have to form my own opinions on it. But. uh Apparently there's a point where he kind of falls off a little bit mm-hmm. and his movies start to kind of not be as good. Um, I think it's around like Blueberry Nights or something like that, but I don't know. I've only seen the three, so.
1: Well, maybe we'll watch more.
0: We uh, always start a different series too, <laughs> or we can bring you back for a movie I haven't seen. Who knows? I'm sure Christina will be back on a million times, but as long as I do this show, which is taking over my life, but hey, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> But yeah, I don't, I don't want to, I don't really want to fuck around too much. No, let's do this. Uh, the only thing I want to say, get into before we actually just start the movie proper is, uh, I, I kind of wanted to know what your expectations were for this going in. Like, oh, you, you've man. got the two under your belt, but like, what did you know going in? Like, this is this is a departure from the other two movies we covered. With yeah, Shaw King Express totally different. And Fallen Angels feel very much like sister movies. Yes, and then you got this.
1: Totally <laughs> different. I mean. <laughs> Different. Yes, definitely different, but still like some style choices that are, you know, the same. But I definitely was expecting like beautiful cinematography. Mm -hmm. Got that, you know, beautiful colors. Got that. Beautiful music. Got that. Beautiful actors. Got that. (laughs) That, Those are the things I was expecting. And then I was expecting there would probably be some like parallel storylines because that's sort of been the theme so far. Sure, sure. but i definitely i don't know i think i it was different than it was different than the other ones but i don't know exactly what i was expecting yeah except for you know aesthetics um it's like and i i I expected probably there would be something depressing about about (laughs) it because in the mood for love just has to be depressing you know like anything about love
0: i mean (laughs) So when I when I you know when I saw the title in the Move for love, it's like well it's probably like a really sexy romance movie, right? And it <laughs> is, but yeah. not really in the way that you expect. Like, right. This is definitely a movie. The other
1: side of a love story.
0: Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Like it's funny hearing you talk about because he does do the parallel storytelling in his other mm-hmm. movies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's interesting that this movie you could totally see the version of it where you're also following their spouses around and seeing yes. what they're getting up to. But he chooses not to do that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and just for people, I highly recommend watching this movie first uh, before you jump into this episode, as I always do with most of the episodes. Uh, uh, but just so people understand what we're talking about, if they're just tuning in to listen. It's like, so the, the basic idea of this story is you have Mr. Chow, and Mrs. Chan, Mrs. Mm-hmm. Chan played by Maggie uh, Chung mm-hmm. and Mr. Chow, Tony Leung from uh, coming back from Chunking Express to, yes. be in, to be in this one. And he's been in other Wong Kar Wai movies mm-hmm. as well. And so and also I, I get confused because sometimes when I look up synopsis, people call Mrs. Chan, they just call her Sue. Oh,
1: I'm that like, would be confusing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't like. Apparently, somehow you.
1: No, know her if name they, is Sue.
0: Like with the English subtitles, you never get that. But I think mm. maybe they call her Sue or something in the movie, oh, and it just doesn't.
1: Oh, I didn't s- pick up on that. But I only watched it one time.
0: Yeah, and even her last name is different sometimes. When I'm reading synopses, it's like Lee Cheung or Lee Young or something like that.
1: Yeah, Cheung, mm-hmm. I think.
0: Um, like C
1: H E O N G or something like yeah. that. I've seen. I think uh, I've seen that. Yeah. I'm
0: just gonna call her Mrs. Chan because that's yeah. what the subtitles call her. Yes. But basically, they both figure out that their spouses are cheating on them with each other,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and they kind of deal with that in mm-hmm. a really weird, unique way. And that's the movie. Mm-hmm. That is like literally the whole movie. So just know that that's what we're talking about going in. I mean, did you know that was the plot at all, or
1: before watching it no i had no i actually um unlike the other films uh i didn't do any like look up on this one i just wanted to go in completely blind
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um and it was really interesting to watch it without knowing anything about it at all and and it's interesting, too, because in the beginning, you know, it does feel like it'll do like two parallel stories where yeah, they are kind of moving at the same time. And, you know, and then but their stories are together and blended. Yes. Unlike the other films that we t- discussed.
0: Yeah, it was very um, it was interesting. This is only the second time I've watched it. Um, but we were talking beforehand about how much this movie benefits from a rewatch. Mm-hmm. But I was also trying to imagine being in your shoes, watching it again for the first time, because it starts very slowly. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, it's very funny, because I've been really thinking a lot about screenwriting lately. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of stuff that's happening in in these opening scenes that's kind of like, I feel like it's just a laundry list of things you're not supposed to do with a story, where (laughs) there's literally nothing happening for like 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. It's just slow burn. They Every once in a while, they pass each other in the hall or whatever. Yeah. Yet somehow you're already just like it there's just like this weird sizzle
2: mm-hmm.
0: where it's like the one of the very first scenes she's like coming out mm-hmm. after talking to her landlady mm-hmm. and he and they just she just glances at him just ever so briefly mm-hmm. and you're just like and then you're like oh shit something's going to happen here and for some reason I find myself already really drawn in but I'm curious like now I don't I can only like think about having watched it the second time knowing where it's going but I'm kind of curious for you at the beginning I mean was it grabbing you right from the jump or were you just was there like 20 minutes where you were just like I don't know what the fuck is supposed to be happening
1: um you know uh it was like she was moving in and he was moving in and there was like chaos with the movers and mm-hmm. then there was a little interaction and and I was like okay I'm I'm watching you know I'm watching what's going to you know we're setting up the stage But it wasn't until the scene, that beautiful shot with the the first time that that song comes on that goes on repeat throughout the film. But that first scene where they're like playing whatever game it is that they play in that room. And there's that really amazing scene where she's like walking, you know, like walking out of the like into the room. And and then he's passing and walking out of the room. And like there are all these beautiful colors and beautiful dresses. And that's where I was like. Oh man, this is gonna be really good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I believe the that song is just straight up called In the Mood for Love. Oh, okay. Because one time when I tried to YouTube something for In the Mood for Love, I thought, Oh, here it is. And then like I clicked on it and it was the song that plays over and over.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: for the first part there's like this jazz song mm-hmm. that plays a lot and mm-hmm. that's that's like their theme song. And then towards the end it starts playing that uh a kiss a kiss or that like that weird uh spanish song that oh that song
1: too yeah that one plays on repeat (laughs) and then the other song yeah
0: (laughs) yeah he's he loves repeating songs over and over and he's one of the only people that for me kind of gets away with it where i don't i don't get tired of it because whenever whenever it starts happening you're just like oh shit it's happening again Mm -hmm. (laughs) because all the sequences where the jazz song plays there's just very like these you can so much is happening yeah yeah so it's like you said uh i'll I'll try not to get too granular because there's just this movie it it is only like 90 minutes long Mm -hmm. but it it just fucking moves the so quickly the pacing of the scenes there's scenes that are just literally two seconds long Mm -hmm. pretty much like a guy ringing a doorbell her crying in the shower Mm -hmm. like it's like five seconds and you're out and yeah (laughs) it,
1: it really leaves a lot of room for you to fill in the blanks in this in this one like the time goes really fast there are just these little scenes, and then it keeps us skipping along in a timeline. And then there's this constant reemerging clock in different scenes, which you see you've seen in the other Wonka Y movies we talked about with time. Mm-hmm. And so that was interesting that that was a part of this too. Yeah, but it was used as a way to like speed time ahead to show like how much time had passed.
0: Yeah, it really wants you to pay attention to like location yeah. too. Yeah, like if you're not paying attention, you'll you'll. You, you will so quickly. At least I remember first time I watched this I felt like I was really behind mm-hmm. on what was going on. And it didn't even like it took me a while to realize like later in the movie that they were like role playing.
1: Oh yeah, uh, yeah, that they uh, were rehearsing. Uh, yeah, and we can definitely get into that once you yeah, get to that part, but yeah, that was an interesting. But, but I I rewatched the first part, the first couple of scenes like three times actually when I first <laughs> so just because I I got really confused too about the whole like spouses thing and i was like is this just the same dude and the same woman or are there different people no it's just the same and and you're not really seeing the spouses and i was getting really confused (laughs) yeah it's
0: it's so if you're not paying attention it's so easy to lose track of what's going on because you never see mr uh you never see mr chan right and you never see mrs Mrs. chow except for the you see the back of their heads a couple times right like you know that
1: and Mrs. Chow has the like kind of short bob that yeah. flips out a little. Yeah.
0: So like that scene you were talking. She has
1: sort of like a deep, sultry voice.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh Mr. Chan, you see his back once, like when Maggie Chung is like massaging it in the Mahjong room.
1: Yeah, he's but- a jerk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but so yeah, it's like uh Maggie Chung is like asking this lady if she's got a room for rent for her and her husband. She introduces herself as Mrs. Chan mm-hmm. and then Mr. Chow shows up, Tony Leung, Mm -hmm. and he's like, hey, I saw you had a room for rent. And she's like, ooh, sorry. Mm -hmm. But actually, the people down the hall have a room for rent, too. And he's like, oh, cool. And he's like really polite. Him and Maggie Chung like see each other really briefly, but it's kind of like, uh, I guess it should, should might as well get into it now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maggie Chung like wears one type of outfit this entire movie, Mm -hmm. but has like 16 different different versions. versions. (laughs) Um, It's just worth noting. It's like pretty iconic. Oh, they're uh, <laughs> gorgeous,
1: beautiful dresses. Like the whole time, I just wanted all of the dresses. Because yeah, I, w- I have a similar dress to that that I wore at one of our photo shoots.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's more like lacy, mm, lacy than the yeah. one she wears. But, but God,
1: but, they're so beautiful. And you
0: can also kind of like put it together that, These are probably dresses her husband buys her in Japan.
1: Well, and people are like talking shit about why she dresses up all the time. Yeah. To like go out to dinner by herself. There's like a part
0: where she goes to get noodles. Like she dresses like that to go get noodles. Yeah. Why
1: does she look like
0: that? Yeah. Um, But it's very haters. (laughs) But she's like kind of, her hair is up. She just, and and I think her hair,
1: (laughs) she always looks so nice. Yeah.
0: She looks very proper Mm -hmm. and and, like very uh, regal, statuesque. Mm -hmm. She's mm-hmm. obviously a very tall, like yeah. at, at least for, like I I think she's maybe taller than Tony Leung is. Like
1: I, I didn't pick th- up on that.
0: There's there's something about the way when he's got her posing in door frames, she seems so much bigger than the space that she's yeah. in. She's like cramped. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and
1: there are scenes where she's sitting in door frames. Like a lot of yeah. scenes, mm-hmm. like,
0: this is. I wonder if that
1: was a lighting choice, just because of how dramatic it is from the shadow into the light behind.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. for me, Wong Kar Wai, he's doing a really interesting thing in this movie. Where with Chungking Express and Fallen Angels, he's really using the claustrophobia of having a lot of people around.
1: Yeah. Um. In Chungking Express, and yeah, but
0: he's still doing a lot of outdoorsy stuff. This mm-hmm. movie is like other than the occasional street stuff. Like it's like all, all inside. All indoors, all squished in these little hallways. Yeah. <laughs> like almost every other shot, they're framed within a frame. Yeah, and, and it is very like, when you explain it, it sounds like on the nose, but it's like these characters are trapped mm-hmm. in, the, in their mm-hmm. situation and you're seeing them visibly trapped, trapped. In, in their areas, the yeah. way they, in their frame. And again, it's worth mentioning uh, our drunk lad from Australia, Christopher Doyle, is, is behind the camera yeah. on this one
2: again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, If you guys still haven't looked up interviews with him, he's, again, a fascinating character. Um, But, again, I think that's part of why their team, them as a team, they're so good together. Yeah. And I think it's another reason why sometimes, maybe, from what I've heard, some of his later movies don't hold up quite as well.
1: When they're not together.
0: Yeah, but it's like, uh, it's tough, because it sounds like they also had a really tumultuous relationship. Yeah. But they obviously work really well together. I mean this movie is like regardless of like i definitely don't think in the mood for love is for everybody but there's a reason why it's so highly regarded and i think no matter what you say about it it's one of the most gorgeous things like beautiful
1: so beautiful the the cinematography
0: the the way like every shot is just like so thoughtfully framed yeah and it's just it's crazy i just Mm -hmm. don't i just it blows my mind how like
1: story aside yes like if you just watched it and had no idea what was happening like just watching it is beautiful
0: yeah and i think that is interesting because sometimes when you read people's like analysis of the mo- of the movie they're just like well he really was he literally was trying to create a vibe and mm-hmm. that was what he was going for and he really does yeah um but i do think i do find the story itself and the characters really fascinating yes. so it's not just about the vibe for me, but the vibe is great, mm-hmm. um, and it really sucks you in. I think, yeah, but, yeah. So well, it's
1: f- interesting that you use the that you used the phrase like trapped, too, because there are literally moments where they are trapped, yeah. trying to hide out from people. Yeah, the the, <laughs> the, the,
0: the, 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 and the uh, in
1: the windows and the hallways are all curtained with the red curtains that are billowing with the wind blowing yeah. through them. Instead of just letting it be open air space, um, they cover it all with red curtains yeah which makes it even tighter and more claustrophobic
0: <laughs> yes it's just like they're Cause they, you could
1: have a breezeway and you could look <laughs> out and see air and sun but
0: <laughs> <laughs> no yeah just every every location <laughs> is really interesting and aesthetic in its own weird way yeah um and just like the way he uses colors is oh, just so the
1: reds and the greens yeah and- he's
0: just he's just not afraid to like go for it and just like have this hotel room have red ass curtains and like yeah. green and red tiles and like it could come off as tacky Gorgeous. but for some reason it just looks really pretty oh, uh, so pretty yeah it's just i don't know but yeah so uh we get this chaotic move-in day where they're both moving in at the same time they keep like getting each other's stuff in their houses yeah. and it's getting like crossed <laughs> up which is again like very good like foreshadowing yes. and stuff like that where mm-hmm.
1: they're
0: inadvertently invading each other's lives and yep. stuff um, Their
1: things are getting mixed together. Yes,
0: and I just have a glance. Um, I guess it's worth mentioning. I, I haven't mentioned it, but this is a period piece. Yep. Um, this is set in 1962 Hong Kong. And
1: the aesthetic is so perfect that that era and like yes. the beautiful wallpapers and the mm-hmm. furniture, the best. <laughs>
0: best uh, we It's gonna... like
1: '60s porno, but not like the bad kind. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, not the bad kind. Uh, <laughs> this is the good kind. It's that good '60s porno. You
1: know, as- <laughs> a- aesthetic furniture porno. You know. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this.
0: I'm not following. You, <laughs> <at all. laughs>
1: I'm not following it either. <laughs>
0: um, we get our first instance of the song, though, this Mahjong scene that you were talking about. Um, and we do see uh, Mrs. Chow and Mr. Chan like briefly. He's still laughing about the. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: God.
2: Hmm. I could see it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you said this mahjong scene is maybe where you started to lean in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like
1: yes, just that shot—the shot behind the shoulder and the mm-hmm. colors and the the passing and the with the music. The first time that that music comes on, and it was just—I loved it. I loved it. I was like, ooh. And
0: it's just like really, just the choices are so bold to mm-hmm. just like. Yeah, we're back in this hall, and you can kind of see what's going on in the room a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's also just, it works because, like, you see them, they're all scrunched in this tight space. There's a yeah. part where Mrs. Chan is trying to scoot by, mm-hmm. uh, or where Mrs. Chow is trying to scoot by Mrs. Mm-hmm. Chan. And there's this weird brief moment where mm-hmm. she's kind of like, excuse me. And you're like, oh. Yeah. Uh, and then it's like weird, it was like a briefly caddy for some mm-hmm. reason. And then Mr. Chow. And they're both
1: so beautiful. Like, just both so beautiful. Oh, my gosh.
0: Uh, You can't tell with Mrs. Chow, but...
1: No, I guess uh just the figure. Her figure and her dress. She's wearing that red dress. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, oh.
0: (laughs) There's like a scene... Oh, dang. There's a scene scene later where where his friend Ping is like, he's like, your wife would be jealous if she wasn't super hot, too.
1: Basically, yeah. Presumably,
0: she's pretty, but... Yeah. uh, But, hey, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, guys well never forget that that's right but uh <laughs> yeah you you get you get mr chow he like again brushes past her there's a brief glance at each other it's just very like man it's so interesting how this movie just sells it sells you so much on just little glances and looks mm-hmm. and stuff and it just like follows him as he leaves the room and then that's just like the end of the scene you're just like okay yeah uh, <laughs> like again yeah. i for you i'm i'm sure you're just like what the fuck is going yeah. on right now <laughs> uh, um i like uh right off the bat we start establishing it's not super clear but i i picked up on it because i knew at this mm-hmm. from my first watch that she's at uh mrs chan is asking her husband to get two bags for mm-hmm. her while he's in japan mm-hmm. and he's like she's like why why do i get two bags for her? and she's like, you know why and it's because you find out later that the guy that she works for her boss is cheating on his wife with some other chick. <laughs> and as, as his secretary she like kind of helps him <laughs> make it work the
1: bags, yeah. uh, and i
0: find that like they don't dwell on it too much no they don't but there really is a lot of parallels there between her like helping her boss cheat on his wife right? all
1: and, the while yeah. her spouse is giving purses to somebody else <laughs>
0: yeah and so and of course
1: <laughs> so he's like why do i have to keep buying you all these purses i'm already buying all these purses for everybody else <laughs> yeah
0: she's always like hitting him up to buy cool shit when he's in japan there's, mm-hmm. there's a rice cooker scene later yeah uh but yeah so it's, it's just funny to just establish this cycle of cheating and it's also like one of the things i felt Interestingly conflicted on in the movie, I, even the first time I watched it, where I was like, she's so torn up about being cheated on, but she's helping this guy,
1: yeah, her, her
0: boss like cheat on his wife and like, yeah, keeping track of his wife for him so that, yeah, he, he doesn't like like buying presents for his wife for her, for him to <laughs> give to her and shit. And it's like, it's interesting that she's like complicit in yeah. this, um. It's, it's kind of sad too because he seems to be really nice.
1: Yeah. Like
0: he's like oh shit. He's like here's some money for the present and here's some extra money mm-hmm. and you can fucking take the morning take off. The, I don't yeah. give a shit. He's like, he's like you are the best and, mm-hmm. and he's like he's not creepy towards her ever. No. He's just as like yeah. so you're like oh he seems like a nice guy but he's also fucking around behind his yeah. wife's back so like, yeah. there's a really funny scene I'm not going to hit it later so I might as well mention there's a funny scene where uh, she's like oh your mistress called she knows she's not having dinner with you because it's your birthday. So, <laughs> just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like,
1: well, you know, to be honest, <laughs> in the first scene where uh, they meet each where where, um, you know, she meets Mr. Chow or whatever, I thought that they were going to have an affair. Like, I was like, sure. oh, her husband's away on business. and. I don't know what his wife is doing. They never she's specifically. she's not away, but she's just never around. Yeah, she, like,
0: works. Works like,
1: all the time. Yeah. But it seems that he never sees her. But, like, I was for sure, like, there was a moment, like, I felt the yes. chemistry between them. And I was like, oh, they gonna have an affair. But yeah, they were, the, like, they tried to be just friends. Well, that's what's, mm. f-
0: that's what's fascinating about this movie is it's not our main protagonists are not engaging in the affair. They're the victims of they're an affair. good people, yeah and and instead of watching them sneak around and try to cheat or whatever, you're watching them like try to resist the feelings that they end up developing for each other
1: right. Um, which seems like an it seems like a natural um it seems like a natural thing for them to eventually develop feelings for each other just because of the circumstances, yeah and and they're both really like hurt by their partners and they're both like sort of you know confiding in each other and they're like i don't know it it would make sense
0: yeah well it's also like you get brief things like she comes over and she's like oh i was really hoping to read the newspaper and he's like oh you like these cereals he's like you can borrow my books whenever like they seem to have some common interests mm-hmm. and stuff like mm-hmm. it's bit like the whole movie is basically like ah uh, if only in another world these two could have met you yeah because they both are good people and yeah like, uh yeah it's just and their spouses
1: uh, are obviously not interested in them
0: yeah uh, <laughs> uh we get a we get a bit where uh, mr chan calls his wife at work and they chat or whatever mm-hmm. yeah i can never really figure out what his wife does every time where we see his wife at work we see it through this weird circle window yeah and there's like some books or something yeah. i don't know what she does uh yeah but he just we just get a scene where he's like oh i'll come pick you up or whatever mm-hmm.
1: well and she says that <laughs> there's the one scene where she's like saying she's gonna work
0: well, yeah like m- a much later in the movie late night or he's, something he's like, like that. hey i'll come pick you up and she's like don't bother i'm working late and then it goes anyway and she's not and there she's gone. oh she and, left early yeah she left early today he's just kind of like that's where the, the seams start unraveling mm-hmm. that's like one of the very first scenes where it's like and he's
1: still so sweet about it like he <laughs> he doesn't let the person know that he's like shocked or upset he just <laughs> passes it off like oh yeah, yeah she he's because kind of like, the to guy's like it. oh she
0: didn't tell you he's like oh i guess she just forgot to mention it no worries
1: smile on his face walks out <laughs> yeah
0: he's like so stoic yeah. this whole movie uh it's just very his performance is really fascinating because like, I think in another world, he would come off as really like wooden, mm-hmm. but he's such a good actor that yeah. there's just these little nuances to his body language and his face mm-hmm. where you're you're picking up on like, oh, shit. OK, he's- well,
1: he goes very quickly in different moments where he goes from laughing and smiling with people. And then as soon as his face is turned away, then it just stops. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, man, um, that's very good.
0: I guess maybe technically one of the first things where it seems like something weird is going on is uh, we get the Coos who the Chows are staying with. They're like absolutely losing their minds over this rice cooker that Mrs. Chan brought <laughs> over. And she's like, I'll have I'll have Mr. Chan buy one for you. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, Mr. Chow, do, do you want one? And he's kind of like, oh, I couldn't. And she's like, "Nah, fuck it. I'll have him buy you one too. Everybody gets one. It's a neighborly thing to do. <laughs> and then from that scene, again, they get like another, they share another look or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're like, it's like, everyone's having fun. And yeah. both of their spouses are always gone. So they're just kind of yeah. left, left like to, they're the only ones there all the mm-hmm. time. And then we go from there to a scene where he goes to pay for the rice cooker. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Chow's like, uh, or, or Mr. Chan, Mr. Chan, oh God. Uh, Mr. Chow, Tony, I'm just going to call him Tony Leung and Maggie yeah. Chung for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to get super confusing. Uh Tony Leung goes to visit Mr. Chow to pay for the rice cooker, and he's mm-hmm. like, don't bother. And he's like, wait, well, I got to pay you. He's like, your, your wife already did. And he's like, what? "Yeah, she didn't tell you? And he's got this look on his face where he's like, wait, what do you mean? He's like, when were you and my wife interacting? Like, you see it on his face. Yeah. He doesn't say that. He just goes, oh he must not told me okay uh-huh. he's like cool i'll go in peace i've noticed yeah i'll go
1: in peace i I've noticed, yeah, the, peace. I no, I I noticed
0: this time him and maggie chung both say that yep. multiple times in the movie where they're just like oh i'll leave you in peace yep leave uh, you in peace yep <laughs> uh but you're like oh his wife was talking to
1: yeah mr
0: chow weird i guess maybe they crossed paths yeah. i guess hmm weird mm-hmm. you uh Meet his friend Ping. Now, mm-hmm. I was kind of curious <laughs> what, what you thought about this guy. <laughs>
1: Ping, Ping. He seems like a good, like a fun friend.
0: He's like because he's very like like
1: you can confide in him, and yeah, he's not he, gonna tell your secrets.
0: He's like a real character though, yeah, because he he's is. like always oh, he's, he's gambling and drinking. Oh, isn't there that
1: scene? <laughs> oh my gosh, where he they're talking about. Well, this is later on, but there's that scene where they're talking about the secret yeah that's very late yeah it's very late (laughs) but i loved his response to
0: that moment um here he's just kind of they go out to like lunch together and and they're just chatting and again this is one of those things where if you aren't paying attention you're going to get lost really quickly and this is something i didn't pick up on the first time but you because they don't they don't even ever explain like you figure it out through context clues but maggie chung works for like a trans like a like a transport company or something like they, they sell like tickets to bo- okay. boats and planes or whatever and so ping had gone to see maggie chung to buy tickets for mm-hmm. a trip and he purposely left his hat there because mm-hmm. he thought she was hot and he wanted <laughs> an excuse to go back and see her and tony leung's like chastising him and he's like he's like no he's like she's, she's married she's gonna bring me the hat and i'm gonna give you your fucking hat back that's you're, right yeah he's like, you're, not, you're, you're not gonna go see her he's like you're no fun you suck <laughs> uh and tony Leung's like i'm not one thing i marked down a line that i marked down was tony Leung saying specifically like i'm not like you mm-hmm, um because mm-hmm. like this guy's like a, a real trying to be like a real ladies yeah. man you find out in a later scene he's just like talking about how he was in the hospital and didn't have money to pay for his treatment but then he just went to a like a like a brothel anyway yeah <laughs> he's just like what the fuck he's like yeah. oh they know me I, I got credit there or whatever so he's, <laughs> he's just like really really wild or whatever but
1: well and he yeah. also is like the one that's like basically like your your wife is cheating on you like i'm suspicious <laughs> of your wife he's
0: the he's the one that tells him later that he saws her with that yeah saws her that's <laughs> i seen her
1: i've seen, seen her i saws it
0: <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> He he tells him later that he saw her out with another man. Yeah, and he's like, maybe she was—he's just a friend, and he just kind of looks at him like,
2: Like, "Are you stupid?" (laughs) Uh,
0: (laughs) But yeah, he's 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 a fun guy. Maggie Maggie Chung comes over and they have that exchange about the martial arts Uh serials that we talked about already. They're both like into these martial arts books, I guess. Yeah, I think they're like published in like a like a weekly or daily like journal. Mm -hmm um and they're both really into him and mm-hmm. he's got books and he like offers her the books and she's mm-hmm. like no I won't take them but then like literally the next scene is her like bringing books back to yeah. the <laughs> house and being like bummed out that he's not there uh-huh. so again the movie's just moving yep. super quick where it's just yep. like you have to put together that she already did end up borrowing the books and yeah. she's bringing them back like yeah. it's, it's just it's like skipping steps it's
1: implied yeah. it's like
0: if you're going up a staircase and you're just taking them like <laughs> two at a time that's like this yep. movie just constantly and mm-hmm. when she's like bummed that he's not there
2: mm-hmm. and
0: you're like oh shit she kind of was like coping to chat with him and you're yeah. like ooh um mm-hmm. this is where we get this well and she's
1: lonely you can tell oh yeah she's really time. lonely and Like she's so- asking sometimes about her- neighbors and
0: yeah sometimes the land really sad. Pe- sometimes the people that she's living with her they're, they're always like inviting her to dinner but mm-hmm. she's just like nah Let's I'm good <laughs> yeah she goes and sees pictures all the time yeah uh she's just yeah very lonely cause her husband's always like uh Tony Leung's wife like is a is like works late, but she at least works in town. Yeah, her husband
1: is out, just like fully goes to Japan for yeah. like a
0: month, and he's yeah. just gone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so she she is very lonely. I yeah. think that's a good point to point out. Mm-hmm. Good point to point out. Great string of words there. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Tony. <laughs> <I can't, laughs> <laughs> uh, we get the scene where. Uh, here, where uh, he uh, Tony Leon calls his wife and she's like, I gotta work late. He goes mm-hmm. to visit her anyway, and she's not there. He's kind of like, huh. Yeah. That's probably not good. Uh, yeah. He doesn't do anything about it. Like, there's never a scene in this movie where you see them confronting yeah. their spouses or anything like that.
1: Yeah. Which is what makes it so interesting when they start like rehearsing scenes where they're gonna like confront their spouses.
0: Um, we get a, we get another sequence here where the music starts mm-hmm. and it's just Maggie Chung going to get noodles, mm-hmm. but just very dreamy and mm-hmm. slow-mo and she's like, they they film that staircase where the noodle always place is. Always the like, stairwells, yeah. Yeah, she's coming up and she comes up and right as she leaves frame, he comes in the mm-hmm. frame, just very like two ships passing yeah. in the night.
1: That's right, yeah.
0: Over and over. They're always just missing each other or yeah. they're... Passing by each other, yeah, occupying each other, and other's that sort spaces. of
1: scene is very, has been like a theme in in these Wong Kar Wai movies that we watched, yeah, yeah.
0: Where it just again, yeah, you're right because like *Chungking Express* literally starts with like 0.01 centimeters. Yep. that was how close we came. Right? Yeah, <laughs> he loves just uh,
1: passing. Yeah, yeah passing just strangers. Re- yeah,
0: really drilling down on the idea of like these possibilities mm-hmm. Of, mm-hmm. of things and. I guess he kind of strikes me given the three movies we've watched so far as someone who does have, like, I guess a lot of regrets. Yeah. Uh, I could
1: definitely see that.
0: It's like someone who looks back and goes, I wish I'd taken those chances or I wish I would have talked to that person that I Mm -hmm. saw. Because it is true. Like, you just, it is weird how you can just talk to someone one day and then your life is altered forever. Right. Yeah. Because, I mean,. I mean, us, for example, Yeah. like uh, about a year ago, I was like, hey, you want to do a photo shoot? (laughs) And now we're sitting here talking about in the mood for love. Yeah. (laughs) Who who saw it coming? (laughs) Like, I think about that with people all the time, like Jancy, who I had on Mm -hmm. the show. I like joined in Among Us game.
1: Oh, yeah. And and, like, that was the first
0: time I ever chatted with somebody and now I consider her a friend Mm -hmm. and just all sorts of stuff. Like a lot of people I've had on the show are people I've met under... Weird or inter- interesting circumstances. Oh, yeah. Um, and it just—it it is interesting. And it, it does, if you go deep enough down the rabbit hole, you think about like, well, what about all the other people? I could? Oh, like, I know. Um, it's not something I find myself getting hung up on too mm-hmm. much. Because it's like also a thing where I think you, I, I personally always end up, even when things that are bad or happening, I kind of evaluate where I'm at right. in, in my life currently. Yes. And I'll be like, am I upset with where I'm at? Like, and then hopefully the answer is no. Yeah. And I go, well, <laughs> e- even all that bad stuff that happened was maybe for the best because, you know, but I don't know. Because
1: you are where you are now. and Yeah. No, I mean, and it's very, it can be very dangerous and unhealthy to think about all the what ifs and missed chances and yeah. things that could have been different. And Because it's just the reality is that it didn't happen that way. And and it happened the way that it happened, and there's nothing you can do about it. So <laughs> suck it up and move on. Live in the present.
0: <laughs> no, I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. I'm in the mood for love.
1: <laughs> I'm in the mood for love.
0: <laughs> I, mean, I really feel like, this, especially no, the but I,
1: I, there's a theme though. I feel like he's 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 very fixated on this this yeah. notion of missed opportunities and people that could have been great together and. They they just never could be still at the same time. They're always moving mm-hmm. parallel, but never, you know, it's just never quite right. And you see so many love stories like that in life. And that's what's so nice is that it's real. You know, it's, it's much more realistic, the concept of two people that just would have been really great together, but the timing never worked out right. That Mm -hmm. is so much more realistic than two great people that ended up together and lived happily ever after. Yeah. Like, (laughs) you know, it's more likely that you're just like great friends and you're never single at the same time and you're always (laughs) both moving different places and you just never work out, but you could have been soulmates, but it just never happened, you know? Yeah, and I
0: mean, it is, I mean, conflict is like the, there's a saying about conflict and story and Mm -hmm. it's like, I would be cooler if I remembered the same, but it's like, I mean, (laughs) Yeah, I guess it'd be kind of fun to watch a movie about just two nice people having a good time, but what's the story there? <laughs> like, it's yeah, like this, this movie's, and I've, I've noticed it's becoming a reoccurring theme on the show. Mm-hmm. Is like, and I like a bittersweet ending, or I yeah. like even a sad, fucked up ending, because quite frankly, that's more memorable. Like, and <laughs>
1: there is that, too, that similarity, at least with the other two films we discussed earlier, is that even though they don't end up together, they still seem to look back on the moments that they had together fondly
2: mm-hmm. and they're
1: grateful that they had that even though it didn't work out and that was kind of a theme for the other two also there it was yeah. like really heartbreaking but still like rather be heartbroken than never have experienced it at all. Yes. Yes. You
0: know. I think that's literally something they say in Chunhei express. Mm-hmm. Um and I do it was funny the second watch I I for some reason didn't put together that Maggie Chung seemed to actually have finally left her husband, too, because for some reason the first time I watched it Spoilers for the end of the movie by the way
1: well and the little boy all of a sudden. She's got a kid
0: Yeah, and something like
1: where did that little kid come from? Yeah,
0: that was something I was trying to figure out I I was literally like googling like before before we started the show because I was like wait a second Are they implying that that's Tony Leung's kid and I was like hmm? uh because like that's a big thing with this movie is there's a lot of fan theories about whether they ever hook up or not
1: well and (laughs) it, it almost seems like all the way up until the end when they're basically rehearsing never seeing each other again yeah it feels like they've never actually taken it that far up until that point but then there's that scene in the car after they've had that pretend sort of parting ways yeah and and she leans her head down on his shoulder and says, I don't want to go home tonight. Yes. And I'm like, oh, brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> but, you know, it's implied and you don't know what happens. And then they is don't bow, see each other
0: is anymore. Your, is your bow a wow wow, are you saying brown chicken, brown
1: cow? Yes, I am. Wow.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yep. I learned it from a toddler.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so full of wisdom. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's like... Uh, I, I I guess we can, I don't know, because I was going to ask you if you ever, it, it, you've only seen it the one time, but we're on the topic right now. Do you think they hook up?
1: I was on the fence about it. I wondered, I mean, it, up until that moment, I felt like, no, they hadn't, like, yes. the tension was really thick between them. Um, there were a lot so of things thick. that they wanted to do with each other, but didn't do because they're, you know, they have a strong Moral fiber, whatever, you know, you want to call it. But in that scene where she says she doesn't want to go home Uh that night, I'm I kind of felt like, okay, this is the last time they're seeing each other. And he he's preparing to leave and they're not going to and then she's going to, you know, stay with her husband. And so this is it for them. So they're like, okay, let's have a good night. Like, (laughs) yeah, we're never going to see each other again. So and they didn't.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't well, know. We, so
1: we know we, they didn't. I mean, as far as we know, they didn't. But hook up. No, I mean, never see each other. See each again. other again.
0: Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. I definitely.
1: Or lo- maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't hook up. And maybe, you know, maybe she stayed with her husband for a, like just long enough to have a kid that age. Absolutely. And because that much time had gone by. And yeah. Then, but now she's not with him and she lives alone with her kid.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's...
1: And she gave up the chance to, like, leave and go to Singapore with him and... Yeah. <laughs> ended up alone. <laughs> All the while, like, you know, her husband, like, left to be with homeboy's wife and...
0: <laughs> Maybe.
1: Yeah. Because uh, didn't she say the same thing to her husband? Like, like uh, Mrs. Chow said, if there's an extra ticket, would you go with me or something like that? Oh, and then yeah and then and then Mr. Chan or whatever said the same thing to Mrs. Chow.
0: Yeah, cuz you know or what? Whatever
1: their names are. I sweet, didn't flip, I didn't flop, pi- I didn't
0: I didn't pick up that that was Mrs. Chow that was saying that line yeah. over. But you you have more of an ear for the voices, mm-hmm. so Wow. Yeah, so she
1: was saying that to her husband. <laughs> You know, she was saying that to the other one's husband, Mrs. Chow or whatever.
0: Yeah. So the even the more tragedy is Tony Leung. Mr. Bre- Ch- <laughs> Mrs.
1: Chan was saying it to Mr. Ch- what? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no.
0: So it would be Mrs. Chow saying it to Mr. Chan. Right. Um, that's interesting. I didn't. I actually didn't pick up on that. But yeah. theoretically, Tony Leung breaks it off with his wife. Yep. And she's like, "Well, fuck it. Let's just be together." Yeah. Uh. And so. Maggie Chung was too scared to leave him, but he yep. maybe he ends up leaving. And then he her, left her
1: anyways, yeah. And so
0: she threw away. Yeah. Ch- oh man, so it's even it's even worse. It's yep. even worse. Wow. Yeah. So well, sad. and I think that's
1: <laughs> what that's what the realization is in that moment is like in that scene, and she's like like oh my gosh, like so much emotion and like crying and mm-hmm. just tear you know like like these silent teary moments yeah that she's like concealing from everybody but but she gave up this chance to go with him and then her husband ended up leaving her anyways like (laughs) like, why didn't you leave him
0: yeah we'll get we'll get there at the end right now though we're back with ping Ping! and and he's begging tony leung for money Mm -hmm. and he does that whole where he's like i was in the hospital and i didn't have money to, <laughs> and he's like i didn't have any money to pay for the hospital because i bet it all and he's like and then i left and went to a brothel and i t- was t- t- <laughs> like here you can have some of this money i guess you're fucking crazy man mm-hmm. he like tells a story about how he left his idea at the brothel and the madam was just waving it all over the place <laughs> like, where is this guy he owes me money he's like oh it's super embarrassing <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh we get the scene where uh Maggie Chung uh, gives the boss a present for his wife. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like kind of brutal. You're just, just, he's like, what is it? She's like, it's a scarf. I think she'll like it. And he's like, you're the best. And you're just Mm -hmm. like, God damn. Yeah. These fuck boys.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and in a way it sort of makes sense, even though it's like, okay, she's being scorned by her husband, right? And then she's helping her boss cheat on his wife. But it also shows a certain level of um complacency that she would stay with her husband, even though she knew he had a mistress because yeah. she's the kind of person that would help her boss cheat on his wife. It's true, and that- it's just like, oh, these are what dude this is what dudes do. And so I can't expect any different from my own husband,
0: yeah, that's like her real fatal flaw as a character is is I think you put it exactly right, complacency mm-hmm. where she just is like, Allows herself to be walked all over and just and just doesn't stand up for herself or stand up to anybody that's doing something wrong. She just lets it happen. Yeah. Uh, She doesn't. And, you know, and and I don't mean when I say fatal flaw, I don't mean to be like, she's a bad person. No, it's it's very much like. She
1: is not strong enough to like not be okay with it.
0: Yeah. And, you know, you can turn that inward and assume that maybe she doesn't have enough sense of self-worth.
1: I definitely think that. And I also feel like she's, you know, she's in a situation where her husband works and she doesn't work. And well, yeah. she does. Well, she does work. She, she does. Work. She works. But he like obviously makes a lot of money. Sure. And he brings her all these nice things and they have a certain lifestyle. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, she might not have the same kind of life for herself if she left True. him. And yeah, I mean, and also, those are different times. That's the 60s. And you're talking about divorcing your husband. Yeah. Like, you know. Hundred percent, especially with you know, and also within their culture and the time. Yes, divorce. You know, a female divorcing her husband is, yeah. does not look good.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. I think it's important to take that in. But it's just the thing about this movie that I find really fascinating is we don't. I find it really interesting. I feel like you learn so much about the characters without realizing you're learning these things about the characters. Uh-huh. Talking about like, subtle. Yeah, she's just she's has trouble standing up for herself and Mm -hmm. you don't get a scene where she like can't stand up for herself it's just like through what's happening in the movie you're able to you just put that together yeah you can piece it together like the types of people Mm -hmm. these people are Mm -hmm. i find it interesting because it's not a lot of like uh it's not your classic storytelling where you like Tony Leung's a really good guy. He <laughs> he caught the lollipop as the child was dropping it and gave it to him. We we really like him or whatever. But instead, you just like feel for the guy.
2: Yeah.
0: Somehow, yeah. It's just it's just really interesting. It's 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 really unconventional, but in a way that it really I think is just it's rewarding if you're like drawn in and paying mm-hmm. attention. I think.
1: What's also weird is that I found myself. And I'm sure other people would feel this way, too. But you find yourself, I don't know, like thinking he's a like thinking he's a good person just because he doesn't go around cheating on his wife. <laughs> like, it's like, no, I mean, that's not a normal behavior. Like, you shouldn't go around cheating on your spouse without their consent. Sure. Like, you shouldn't go like that's not a. I I mean, you know, that doesn't just make like. <laughs> You're a normal person, not just make you an extraordinarily nice, likable person just because you're not a freaking asshole.
0: Well, I think what it is, I think what it is, though, is because they're both so and you can again, it's subtle, like you don't even see Maggie Chung even like really break about it until very late in the movie. Yeah, but you, they're both so incredibly hurt by this. And yeah, and you as an audience are literally at least I can't. Project onto anybody else, mm-hmm. but you're literally rooting for these two people to hook up.
1: You and, are, and you're, in the and, end, you want them to end up together and be happy. Because
0: you're like, you're like, fuck them. Their spouses are cheating. If anyone was ever allowed to cheat, you
1: guys uh, are like, dude. you guys
0: are like,
1: and they're so <laughs> afraid that other people think bad things about their friendship. Well, and- they're also
0: just like, they're. I think both the characters' their moral dilemma is like, if I cheated, I'd be just like the person who
1: is cheating on me
0: did this enormous amount of hurt to me yeah like in in my head they're like i I, you know you can see them you can and it's not telling you these things but you can see that they're wrestling with the idea that like i can't i how do i phrase this like cut all this out
2: (laughs) Uh,
0: but they can't believe that someone was capable of doing this to them yeah and so yeah. Who would they be as people if they turned around and did the same thing? Yeah, they'd be just as bad as those people. But and there's so-
1: also a curiosity that they have to find out how their spouses ended up doing this yes. thing to them, and so they're sort of going down the rabbit hole together because they're they're curious about how something like this happens. And yes. I, there's even a scene where he says, "I just wanted to know what it felt like to start something like this," yes. or like you know,
0: yeah. And it's that's one of the really fascinating parts of the movie and we're getting pretty close to it, but we get a really, really tense scene though, where uh, Maggie Chung goes over to, to Tony Leung's house to like either, I think she's either trying to return something or just trying Mm -hmm. to check something. And Mrs. Chow answers the door Mm
1: -hmm. and and Maggie
0: Chung is like, Oh, I thought the coups were home. I heard voices. Uh And she's like, no, nope, it's just me. and Oh, like, so
1: uncomfortable. She's
0: like, huh. She doesn't say this, but yeah. it's, again, it's all just like face. Yeah. Like they're very polite to each other. Yeah. And, but you can tell she's like, and then she just, it, she puts the pieces together. She's yeah. like, my husband is in there fucking this woman. Yep. Uh, and, and then it, this is like the one of the few times where the movie like gives you a crumb. Yeah. Because as soon as she shuts the door, you hear Mrs. Chow go, it was your wife.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: so you're like, okay, so he definitely was yeah. in there. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, yeah, you're in, and Maggie Chung just puts it together. You can tell mm-hmm. she's like, oh, my the husband. look on her face. Yeah. I
1: mean, her face in that oh, scene. Oh,
0: and this is, uh, and this happens after because the same the, the same scene where we we're talking about Ping with the money. Mm-hmm. They go out to dinner, and Ping goes, "I saw your wife walking yeah, yeah, around oh, yeah. with another guy." Yep. And Tony Long's like, "Nah, nah, mm-hmm. it's fine." <laughs> Um, so they at this point in the movie, they're both super aware that their spouses yeah. are probably cheating, probably cheating with the yeah. the neighbor, right? Um, and they're both just kind of like, oh. oh, how
1: convenient!
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a cheating of convenience. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we get a really one of, one of the scenes that I find more fascinating, just because I'm still like not a hundred percent sure what it means. Uh we get a scene where uh Maggie Chung's boss gets a tie from his mistress mm. and uh puts it on and Maggie Chung notices mm-hmm. and she's like, Oh, that's an interesting tie. And he's like, I thought it kind of looked like my old one. She's like, mm-hmm. Nah, people notice. Mm-hmm. And then later he's walking out of the office. She's like, Oh, you changed your tie? And he's like, Ah, oh, that one was too flashy for me. Yeah. So it's like it's just interesting because it's it's like becomes sort of a reoccurring thing because later when they're at dinner and she's like, who who buys all your guys, ties? Yep. She's like, oh, weird. My husband has a saying. We'll get we'll get to that scene. I don't want to ruin the dinner scene. Yep. Um, but yeah, just the scene where the boss like changes his tie, where yeah. it's almost like maybe, I guess talking about it out loud, he's probably been going home with these new ties. Yeah. And his wife probably knows he's cheating. Yeah. And he realizes when Maggie Chung says that, that he's like, oh, I've been fucking up this whole time. Yep. I guess I better just wear my normal tie. Yeah. On. So I guess that's what that's about, uh-huh. I assume. I don't know. Did, did the tie thing, did that strike you as anything when you were watching or just kind of like?
1: No, it didn't. <laughs> Not until the scene where they that they're basically outing each other's spouses to each other at that dinner scene yeah. where she's talking about the tie and he's talking about the purse.
0: Which we're pretty much at. There's a more, like, very aesthetic, like, my notes just say, noodles, music, rain. <laughs> 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 like I mean, that is... Noodles, uh, <laughs>
1: music, rain.
0: <laughs> noodles, music, rain. <laughs> Do the noodle. <laughs> Do the noodle. Noodle, t- <laughs>
1: music, rain.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh but there's, I just have their spouses are gone. I, I think, yeah. I think just both of their spouses are away, mm-hmm. and so Tony Lung asked Maggie Chung to meet him, like just For dinner t- to talk. They're not. They're, I think they're not quite at dinner yet. Oh, okay. They have dinner at a different time.
1: Oh, okay, because um, I just remember him saying. You know, I know it's weird for me to ask you out like this, but I wanted to ask you, you know, and he asks her about her bag.
0: So, yeah, we get this great, they're sitting in this booth, Mm -hmm. and he's just like, I wanted to ask you about your bag. Mm -hmm. My wife's birthday is coming up, and I was just curious about it. He's being, like, not super subtle, but not Uh coming out and saying it. Mm -hmm. This whole, this scene is one of the best scenes in the movie, where where he's just kind of like,
1: but really, he's trying to suss something out. Yeah. But and, you don't know that at the time.
0: Yeah. And it's funny watching it again, because it's way more you realize what's happening in the mm-hmm. scene. Because he's like, oh, that bag, she's interested in it.
2: Uh-huh. And
0: then she's like, oh, well, what about your, I think she asked him about his tie. Yep. And then she, she, just, she just fully goes, my husband has a tie exactly like that. He yep. goes, my wife has a bag exactly like that yep. already. Because they both go. But
1: then the curious part was that she had mentioned that the bags are from us that her husband gets those bags. Well, yeah, before they way. like,
0: before they like fully reveal it, it's basically like, she's like, well, the she's here. like, you can only get the bags from Japan. My husband, she's like, I have to ask my husband to get the bag. He's like, why would you have to ask your husband? And she's like, well, I can only get them in Japan. And she mm-hmm. goes, what about your tie? He's like, oh, my wife buys these. I, w- I don't even know where they're from. I don't yeah, think she can,
1: buys all my ties. Or I, I don't think
0: you can get them from here. And then finally, they just fully just go. So, I think my uh-huh. wife is cheating on me with your husband, Maggie Chung, just is like, oh, I I thought I was the only one that knew, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah, so.
1: That was an interesting <laughs> exchange, though.
0: Yeah, just Were the, they both? The, the way they're, like, beating around the bush, mm-hmm. and they're, like, afraid to kind of uh, just come out with it and be like, hey, my husband's fucking your wife yeah Uh, When
1: she even says at some point something along the lines of not wanting to say it out loud or can't say it i can't i just can't say it you know
0: um but yeah i like that scene a lot i i thought this happened in a different order but i think at this meeting they talk about being like i wonder how it started yep and so again this it's throwing you headlong into the scene because it just Mm -hmm. it doesn't show you show them prepping Mm -hmm. they just are they're doing a scene and you think If you're not paying attention, it seems like maybe they're flirting with each other, Uh but then like partially into it, she goes, my husband wouldn't say something like that. And he goes, oh shit. Yeah, they're always just
1: like (laughs) pretending they're, they're running through scenes together almost like just trying to. (laughs) Figure out how, yeah. They're just playing through moments together. Yeah, and they're going, and there's a dinner. They go back to the diner or wherever they are that they sit at the booth, Mm -hmm. and and she's like ordering from a menu, and she's like, "You order for me," and he's like, "Why?" And she's like, "Well, I don't know what your wife likes to eat, or whatever." Yeah,
0: and it's actually really funny because he like takes a beat and looks at the menu, and he goes, "I need you to order for me," (laughs) Mm -hmm. like because he realizes like, "Oh, I need you to order what your husband would eat." Yeah, but I like the scene before it because he basically they're walking, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like, oh, I don't really feel like going home tonight, or whatever. And he comes on to her, mm-hmm. and she she's like, this is where she breaks the scene, where she's like, yeah. my husband wouldn't have done it. And Tony Lang's like, well, someone had to make yeah. the first move. And so they reset, and they do the scene almost again. exactly the same again, but this time, she comes on to him, uh-huh. and they kind of just look at each other, and they're both just kind of like, fuck, neither way feels yeah. good. And like the, It's almost like they're there's like this weird uh, attitude that they have where, like, well, it wasn't my husband that uh-huh. came on to you, it was your floozy wife, yeah, that yeah. She's my like, husband. How
1: well do you know your wife, yeah? You know. But
0: then when she comes on to him, she can, like, it just again, there's like so many different emotions uh-huh. that are flowing between them, and they're playing it on so many levels. It's just well, and it's when really they're pretending, impressive.
1: they're like realizing that they have a spark. I feel
0: yes. Yeah, well, like, like when, until, when, she, until, when she like very like subtly like oh
1: brushes her finger across <laughs> his like chest or whatever like his like his, jacket, his, little, his jacket, little jacket jacket yeah
0: and you're just like very Phew. flirty. yeah yeah it's like it's like a little bit of like a shiver moment uh-huh. you're just like, jesus christ
1: yeah <laughs> like, like, their
0: sexual chemistry it's <laughs> yeah, like yeah. insane mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah yeah and it's man they're just so good mm-hmm. they're both so good um and as you always like to say very attractive
1: <laughs> oh so pretty both of them yep so pretty
0: I mean, Maggie Chung iconic. Yeah. Uh, and Tony yeah. Leong is, man, as a good looking boy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's uh, apparently in that new Shang-Chi movie as like the oh, villain. Oh, yeah. I, I literally mm-hmm. was like kind of interested in the movie and then I saw he's the villain. I was yeah. like, fuck, I love Tony uh-huh.
1: Leung.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, maybe I will see Yeah, it'll it. be
1: interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: apparently it's supposed to be good. Um, yeah. It's just a Marvel movie I'm always conflicted about.
1: <laughs> I know. Yeah, same.
0: <laughs> but it's also like big blockbuster asian representation so i'm like well it's great. hell
1: it's finally happening
0: <laughs> it's it's cool you get stuff like uh crazy rich asians yeah. and uh uh the farewell yep um yep it's it's really good to see it's like i like i felt very conflicted about that black panther movie yeah because i think it has a lot of really missed opportunities story-wise mm-hmm. but it's undeniable to watch like this millions of dollars blockbuster yeah. and you see this this like fictional African country that's just like awesome mm-hmm. and cool and mm-hmm. everybody's badass and cool and like yeah. has like their culture and stuff like mm-hmm. it's very in- <clears throat> whoa <laughs> oh, what's going on there getting choked up <laughs>
1: <laughs> Black Panther
0: <laughs> 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 I felt the same when I watched Wonder Woman though mm-hmm. like
1: very cool oh,
0: this feels very uh, I'm not even gonna mm, I might cut this later just so you know okay uh, but When I was watching Wonder Woman alone in the theaters, Mm -hmm. like there was about like 20 minutes in where they were just doing Amazon stuff. Yeah, I was just like openly weeping for some reason. (laughs) I was just like, I don't know why. I think I was just like, they're so strong. Yeah, Like, and it's all women and they're great. And I was just like crying for some reason. And I don't know why. I don't know if I was just like really emotional that day. But I was just like sobbing.
1: For but it's some just reason. cool to see something like that in cinema.
0: Yeah, I think there was just a where, cool moment where, in
1: time. Yeah, know? it
0: like washed over me. I was like, I've never seen something like this yeah. before. Never seen just dozens of buff, awesome women just being yeah. cool.
1: And it makes so much sense because when you think about it, you know, women up until this point haven't had a lot of strong, uh, strong female characters in cinema to look up to mm-hmm. that that are just really powerful. And you know, in you know, strong and and you know, you just don't. Up until this point, we just didn't really have a lot of those people in cinema to look up to. And it's the same thing with like Asian people being in cinema. You know, like Asian people are always like having to be in a kung kung fu movie or like mm-hmm. they're the weird side character. Yeah, it's kind of weird because Sheng Chi is or, kind of yeah. a kung fu. <laughs> well, but you know what I'm saying. But but it's like they they weren't like. I don't know. Well, that was something that was like cool about Crazy characters. Rich Asians, yeah. which is
0: like, like, for me was mostly a basic rom com, mm-hmm. but it was also like, I, It's undeniable how cool it is to just see an entire cast of Asian people yeah. being rich and awesome yeah. and cool. And so it's like, but it is kind of funny because you watch like a Wong Kar Wai movie, and it's just a ton of pretty Asian people being yeah. cool. So it's like, well, maybe if you didn't watch America, it's fun. It's good to see that reflected in American based Mm. movies and hollywood movies and shit and seeing actual like budgets put behind that stuff
1: i mean if if you really want to influence society and see change in a big way put it in cinema yeah like you know what i mean like give it representation if you really want to see that you know and Uh, now it's it's so interesting to see how how much more common it is in in uh film and tv um like the LGBTQ community mm-hmm. it's like a lot bigger right now and and you just see it more prominently now and it's yeah. normalizing it and it's making you know, making it to where that is something that you can just typically see yes so people that don't get to come in contact with other people that are different from them in normal context get to see it on TV and it becomes normal
0: yeah it's uh. And okay
1: for somebody struggling with their own sexuality to be like, oh, here's this really cool character I get to watch on TV, and yeah. I can be like them, yeah.
0: One of my recent episodes... We're going on
1: a side tangent. It's but. fine.
0: <laughs> I like a side tangent. Uh, <laughs> I was talking with recent guests of the show, John Oak Dalton, who on, was on the Alphaville episode, uh, about because we're both uh, directors and writers, and we were talking about being... Uh, mostly straight cis white mm-hmm. men mm-hmm. and what that means when it comes to like putting representation in your films and stuff right. and it's like this weird thing where sometimes it feels like oh well, it's not really my place to tell these stories mm-hmm. but it's also like but you want to put yeah. represent because you know me like, yeah. like you've read enough of my work to mm-hmm. know I, I put like lgbt stuff in a lot yeah. of my s- stories yeah um and i would also like i like would like to have more diversity in my mm-hmm. stories too and i want to work on doing that Mm -hmm. but you also at this level are limited by just your resources Mm -hmm. it's like i would love to make more stories about like trans people Mm -hmm. but and i could make more of an effort to find maybe trans actors or something Mm -hmm. but off the top of my head i don't know any person right and
1: that would be i guess an important part is is having someone who truly lives that experience share their stories with you and have it be authentic, but, but I totally see. And, you know, honestly, the fact that you are represented as a cis white male, (laughs) you know, and you, you get to represent yourself as being someone who isn't put off by people that are not like you and welcoming to people that are different from you and diversity. And and you love culture and authenticity. And that's a good representation for the cis white male because, <laughs> you know, we got to balance things out a little bit. Yeah, it's just
0: like, sometimes I think people, I've heard people like push back and go, but everything's, there's such a push for diversity. And I'm like, yeah, there is. And yet flip through the channels. Right. And it's still just all white people. <laughs> like it's yeah. still like 75% white straight mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just, you're noticing that, uh, the occasional commercial has a black couple, it, but I'm just like, no, the world. Sh- it's really tough because it's like there's like a South Park episode where people from the future have all melded together so mm-hmm. much that they're literally just one race now.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but it's, I also I find that idea kind of sad because mm-hmm. I love culture mm-hmm. and I love like celebrating the different kinds of, of things, and it's it's funny being a white person because you don't really have culture. <laughs> In a, in, a, in a weird I mean, way <laughs> like, uh, like, i guess it depends
1: on what kind of white right
0: i guess like i mean if you were uh,
1: like swedish or irish i suppose yeah. i guess i could like celebrate English.
0: my german culture yeah. i don't fucking know uh, like a oh, white american yeah like, what's our culture like? the suburbs what are you either like a suburban person or you're fucking a, like a southerner yeah. or whatever <laughs> I don't know. It's it's just all lame. Like it's just like uh uh-uh. it's like like talking about something like Black Panther where they have like cool cultural outfits and stuff and like uh it's like and then, yeah, my cultural outfit is a plaid button up in like like a flat bill hat or something i don't know now i'm really in the weeds Uh,
1: i Uh, know we've gone far (laughs) far off
0: (laughs) yeah i might i might cut the part where it sounds like i'm whining about being white because that seems weird that's okay yeah that's okay so that was not my intention uh i was just trying to talk about diversity being cool Uh,
1: (laughs) yeah i don't know i mean and we may it's fine to cut this but i i think it's great that you are you can be somebody that can be a role model for other younger boys that need somebody good to look up to i guess guess somebody that's like them that
0: the point i was trying to make was like uh i don't know why people like when like i like writing stuff that's not me like what's Mm -hmm. the point of fantasizing and coming up with these stories if it's just you me that's your story boring (laughs) like like, i i want to live in another world Mm -hmm. i want to be in someone else's shoes Mm -hmm. and experience different things i don't want to just write a story where a cool 30 year old white guy gets the babe and wins the day that's like really boring Mm uh i I don't know like i i I don't know why like i have noticed that i really like lgbtq Mm
2: -hmm.
0: media like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of media that's targeted more towards that crowd Mm -hmm. but i i also gravitate towards that yeah and i don't know what that means uh (laughs) it's like uh, well
1: and you probably but it it also seems like you sort of cheer for the underdog
0: yeah i guess so
1: you know you (laughs) want to see you like seeing those empowering things happening
0: i just like i don't know i just maybe i'm bored with straight stuff I mean, may, yeah. maybe I'm just bored of it. I, 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 I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm like, why can't everything be gay? It just like make everything <laughs> gay. <right>?
1: That's <laughs> how I feel.
0: Uh, gay is the way. I love. Uh,
1: <laughs> and we're out. No.
0: <laughs> and that'll do it here for. Uh,
1: <laughs> gay is the way.
0: That's right. This has been we're a, cutting th- like all this. No. This, <laughs> this this podcast has been a year long uh, secret gay agenda <laughs> podcast. <laughs> You're in too deep now, fair listener.
1: If you listen to it backwards, it's just like...
0: sock dick. Dick. If you're a guy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What is happening right now? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, All right. We
0: get one of my other favorite scenes, though, here. Where they were, you were talking about <laughs> ordering dinner for each other, mm-hmm. and I like the scene where he picks up the, I think it's like wasabi or something, yeah. and just puts it on her plate. Yeah,
1: and, and she's like dipping the steak in yeah, the wasabi. And he's
0: like, "Do you even like spice?" And she's like, "Your wife likes spice." And she like takes she's even like, more dip-y. of it. Yeah, it's like really hardcore and intense. And you're just like, "Oh fuck!" Like yeah. that scene is so good. Yeah, and just the way it's shot, the way they're framed, mm-hmm. the way the camera moves back and forth shot. and stuff, it's just fucked. So yeah. good. I, there are me.
1: so many, there are not so many, but there are several scenes where the camera is just like smoothly like rotating and panning yeah. in this like really beautiful transition. And, and it's just really cool. We had this like, dinner really, scene. Really cool.
0: there's, a, there's a shot where it starts on her steak.
1: We're using our hands to gesture <laughs> and no one can see what we're doing. Yeah,
0: uh, now that you <laughs> pointed out, super self conscious about it. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna do it anyway fuck it uh it starts on the steak and then pans over to his yeah. food and then pans back over to her yeah and then rack focuses to the wasabi as she like takes it. Mm-hmm. it was just like i literally was i couldn't help but picture mm-hmm. the crew
1: yeah doing yeah. this fucking
0: shot and i was like yeah. how insane must they have felt <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, i mean i
1: think that's always the the <laughs> in, the fun the, the fun thing about watching film from the perspective of someone who works on film yeah is that you, you're imagining, you're not only seeing this story unfold, but you're also imagining everything that's happening behind the scenes at the same time. So you're looking at it as a director and as a cinematographer and then yeah. also as a, <laughs> as a as a voyeur or whatever. And also as
0: like an actor. Any, yeah. Any, anytime there's like a actor in, in a scene eating mm-hmm. and you see them put it in their mouth, you're like, ooh, yeah. fuck, yeah. that's tough. Like, yeah. Because... You
1: get to chew them yeah, just and spit it out. And I
0: think Wong Kar Wai is pretty infamous for many takes. Mm-hmm. So it's like eating in a Wong Kar Wai movie is like a death sentence. Like,
1: Well, and I wonder if they're, <laughs> you know, if they're cutting out the part where they just spit it back out, yeah. you know, because I know.
0: Well, they definitely cut that out because I didn't see it in the movie.
1: Well, <laughs> or if they're just eating that much food over and over and just replacing the steak over and over. I, but I mean, I did. Okay, so like. This is a side tangent, but I did a uh, <laughs> a subway commercial. I'm in with the mood for side tangents. <laughs> yeah. I did a subway commercial with Morgan Spencer. Oh totally throwing her under the bus. Um and uh <laughs> it was a Christmas special uh subway commercial that aired in Houston. And um it was like ruffle they they were like sort of showcasing their um their party uh how they party sub? Well uh, how they ca- their catering services. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, so the Subway party catering or whatever for the holidays. And so it was like Jingle Bells themed, but the song was like with the sound of crunching Ruffles chips. <laughs> and I remember being so bummed because I thought it would be, I was told it was going to be Doritos, which I love. And I got there and it was Ruffles chips, which always <laughs> make me sick to my stomach. And we had to go, <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: and it was On just set? like
1: scenes of us crunching chips over and over and over again and there were just like so many times where i had to put a chip in my mouth and get the crunch just right and i ate so many chips at some point i just had to take a bite and then like spit it out and put it in a bowl and like keep like eating these damn chips (laughs) (laughs) and just like crumbs flying everywhere. And they're like, we need a bigger bite, you know, like get a bigger. Oh, my God. Why? Fucking ruffles.
0: That doesn't seem like something. No offense.
1: I love doing that commercial. So fun.
0: Well, fuck Frito-Lay. They suck. (laughs) We're supposed to be boycotting them anyway. They like let one of their workers die or something. (laughs) Fuck them. But I'm glad you got a commercial.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it was like a really, I mean, it was really well done.
0: But I don't understand. Yeah. Like, that seems like something you would do in post. They, they were trying to, was it the motion or was it literally just the, the mo- sound?
1: Oh, no, they, they did that part in, in post. Okay, I was going <laughs> to say, but this the, sounds insane. <laughs> they just like needed so many like shots of all of us <laughs> eating these chips. And it wasn't like a normal eating. It was like a huge, <sighs> like you had to really get it to crunch, you know, like... <laughs> So that you could, and then they would zoom in on your mouth while the flakes are like flying out from your mouth Gross. and like the crumbs. And I'm like, oh my God. Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> this is fucking nightmare R- fuel. they <laughs> like just some sweaty guy in a basement with just hours of footage of crumbs flying out of you and Morgan's mouth. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Good Lord. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> um... We do get an interesting scene where I have trouble figuring out where their heads are at because uh, she asks. They're in the taxi together, and she asks him why he didn't. Or yeah, she asks him why he didn't call, and he was like, "I was afraid it would bother you." And then she she goes like, "Well, don't bother calling me anymore." Then I was like, "Is this real? Is this pretend?" That and he goes to like touch her hand, and she pulls away, and you're just like, "Oh, huh? I think maybe." that was all real and they were maybe ch- trying to have, she basically is like, so are we like gonna do this for real or what? And he's kind of like, no. She's like, okay, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but maybe? Yeah. And she's like, no. I, mm-hmm. It would help if you saw me making the hand yeah. motions. <laughs> but. <Yeah>. Uh-
1: <laughs> and they are getting more handsy as time goes on. A little They're bit. like holding hands more. Yeah. And
0: like They're- head
1: on shoulder and.
0: He, he gets a letter from his wife from Japan. Mm-hmm. Just very like, oh, cool. My wife's in Japan uh-huh. where her husband is. Uh-huh. Sweet. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, again, just, and it, it's letting you put the pieces together. Yep. They, yeah. Yeah.
1: They... <laughs> nothing is like just spelled out for you. Nothing yeah, is just like comes out and says. They it.
0: give a letter to Maggie Chung because she's like, oh, I thought it's from Japan. I thought it was for you. And she's like, no, it's for, it's for him. Uh-huh. And she's kind of like, fuck. Yeah. And she like calls him. He's like, how'd you know I got a letter? And she's like, she doesn't even. She just cuts straight she goes what'd she say he's just like not really anything and i'm just like oh shit (laughs) yeah um they're hanging out uh he gets caught in the rain and catches a fever Mm -hmm. get this really cute scene where she runs into ping he's like this fucking guy i was gonna get food (laughs) and he's being like a real priss about it he wants he wants (laughs) sesame syrup and she's like oh cool Uh and she like goes back in her house she's like i'm really in the mood aim drop <laughs> uh, for sesame syrup. <laughs> and yeah. she makes him some syrup. And it's like, again, it's jumping scenes. It's uh-huh. not, you don't see the scene no, where skips, she brings yeah. in the sesame syrup and yeah. they eat the sesame. You just like no. find out later that he just goes, I really appreciated you bringing the me that sesame, sesame syrup. Way, yeah. like, oh, it's so cute. But mm-hmm. again, it's not like showing, it's, it's just jumping ahead. Yeah. And it's it's begging you to keep up with it. Mm-hmm. Um, we get, uh, they talk about, Again, this is another scene where I'm not 100% sure whether they're pretending or not. They start talking about like, maybe it would have been better if I never got married and stuff oh, yeah. like that. And I think this is, yeah, the, I think that this is them Yeah, she's being,
1: like, I never realized married life would be so complicated.
0: Yeah. And they could very easily be pretending to be spouses, mm-hmm. but they kind of transition- pff, transition uh, <laughs> They kind of transition naturally into talking about how he wants to be a writer. Yeah, and he wants her help with it And she's like, what could I do? And it's just mm-hmm. very much like I just I want you to yeah be involved It can be yeah. like a thing we do together or mm-hmm. whatever Again, it's like kind of heating up for them a little mm-hmm. bit like getting cute well, when little,
1: he talks like, about getting another space So that they can like work together th- that, hasn't oh, yet. that hasn't happened. Oh, that hasn't happened.
0: Um, well, we what we do get is another fun montage of of we get the song mm-hmm. and they're hanging out he's writing she's reading mm-hmm. it they're again they're getting kind of close mm-hmm. and stuff and that, this time i noticed that um it's very the the music gets very abruptly stopped by the coos mm-hmm. stumbling back yeah. in with their drunk husband <laughs> yeah and they were hanging out and yes. so she's in his room and now all the people are in the house yep and they're like gonna just set up shop and play mahjong like yep. all day and all night and they're like and, shit. and she's trapped in his room yeah. And she's like "Fuck!" and what do yeah. we do he's like they'll probably leave and yeah. then you just get these scenes where yeah. she's still like he was well like,
1: and, and he's like called in sick for yeah. her to her boss yeah. and yeah
0: and he calls in sick too yeah. and like this is another is probably one of my other favorite sequences in the movie it's just like them hanging out awkwardly in yeah. his room because she's trapped af- in there yeah she's afraid to walk out and be seen yeah and and honestly the further it goes the more Bad it is. Yeah, <laughs> there's a point later where it's like the next day. Yeah, and she's like, maybe I should have just. It, we've made like this. We're into, being too
1: cautious. Yeah, yet. we've made
0: this into way bigger of a deal than yeah. it needed to be. And but at this point, if I walked out
1: now, like, it'd be way bad. <laughs> I've yeah. been here all yeah. night. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: uh, and it's just like I love just the tension. Yeah. Where he's like, well, why don't you get some sleep? I'll. Mm-hmm. I'll I got some writing to mm-hmm. do, and just a lot of very moody shots mm-hmm. of her lounging mm-hmm. sexily on his bed, yeah. and him yeah. just kind of like. over in the corner like i'm not looking i'm not looking Uh, yeah (laughs) he comes in and he's like got too much rice why you got all that rice and then you (laughs) see them both eating the rice and you're just like oh shit Mm -hmm. uh something i didn't put together that i think is kind of an important detail though is when she finally is able to escape Mm -hmm. uh i think she what happened was she was over there with her slippers on
1: yes and she (laughs) ended up with the heels
0: yeah she i think she takes his wife's Mm -hmm. shoes to leave yeah. Uh, so that when she walks in, she's not even in slippers. Um, the slippers are a factor at the very mm-hmm. end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't catch before where the maid's like, hey, why is there something wrong with your leg? And she's like, I'm fine. And then she like yeah, stumbles into her room and she's like, Fuck. yeah,
1: she's like, it must be these new heels, you know? <laughs> yeah. And she like yeah. flings
0: them off because clearly they were like too small for uh-huh. her or whatever. And then you like get a shot of the slippers still yeah. in his room. Yeah. You know, like, ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, just I love the trapped in the room stuff. It's so fun. Mm hmm. Um, at this point,
1: also, I liked this is a small detail, but she was drinking out of a glass and there was a little metal lid that she yeah. put back on the glass and to, <laughs> to keep it from, I don't know, getting stuff in the glass or something. Yeah, this or is her movements are just very
0: precise and mm-hmm. like proper. She yeah. just like takes the little lid off, yeah, takes a little sip, <laughs> yeah, and like it's still miming stuff. I probably should stop, but <laughs> uh, it helps, it helps the voice, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is where he basically goes. Hey, I'm going to like rent a hotel room. Mm-hmm. So when we hang out, this doesn't have to be an issue anymore. And right. She, it's very, this is like a big leap at this point. Yeah. Or even she's like, I mean, that seems like a lot. Yeah. Like, she's
1: like, you could do this without me. Yeah.
0: And he's, he's just very much like, no, we'd need to work together. Yeah. <laughs> and I think she
1: says, you know, you don't need to, you know, you don't need me. Like you can do this without me. But she really wants, likes that he wants her there. I think she wants him to want her oh, there. Oh, yeah. Like, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Like they, both want to be together Mm -hmm. uh but and they're again and it happens like really soon after this where she goes and visits him Mm -hmm. at his hotel room it seems like maybe Mm -hmm. she's not but then she clearly starts there's like a sequence where he's been like mia for a couple days and she's like gets antsy and wants Uh wants to see him but and they're hanging out and they're having a good time Mm -hmm. but then like she turns and goes like that kind of breaks their mm-hmm. moment where she just goes, "We won't be like them." This is where mm-hmm. we get the, "We yeah. won't be like them," and he, he kind of gets a look on his face, like, "Uh, fuck." I'm like, yeah. yes, yes, we're better than that. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> like,
2: yeah,
0: like, damn. Yeah, I invited her to my hotel room. Yeah, she won't even. <laughs>
2: this
0: is bullshit. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's not.
1: <laughs> kicks, <laughs> That's... kicks, can, <laughs> kicks, can. Damn it. <laughs> uh,
0: also, worth mentioning, Tony Young is smoking like a chimney this whole movie. Yeah, he is. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: he is. And he looks super cool doing mm-hmm. it. It's like a.
1: glamorizing uh, bad habits.
0: Yes, very much so. But hey, it's a 60s baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, like, there's like a really. Smoking
1: co- doctor's offices in the 60s. <laughs> yeah.
0: There's like fully a scene where all, the camera just hangs on this light with smoke around it. Mm-hmm. He's like in the room. But we're just looking at the smoke wafting it's for beautiful. like a while, yeah. and it looks really it's cool. It's really cool, yeah. And you're just like, oh, maybe I should smoke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> smoke something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: more about vaping.
1: <laughs> vaping.
0: Uh, <laughs> more music as they spend time together. Uh, they're doing another role play scene now, where she's basically they're basically playing out what will happen when she confronts her husband, yeah. and. He, he like You but, notice
1: he's not planning on confronting his wife?
0: Yeah. Really? Well, not that we see. <laughs> not that, yeah. Uh, but she's
1: trying to practice.
0: Yeah, and he kind of he kind of She's was, like
1: you need <laughs> to not be so easy on him. Like if he if he comes out and says it, you better.
0: Well, it's funny cuz <laughs> she just goes, "Tell me if you have a mistress." And he's like, "You're crazy." And she's like, "Are you seeing someone?" He goes, "No." And then like the third time he just goes Yep, I'm fucking around. And she, like, very lightly slaps him. Yeah, he's like, just, like,
1: barely smacks he him. He
0: just has this look on his face. He's like, you, you really need to let him have it if yeah. he just fully says that. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, well, I didn't expect him to say that that quickly. <laughs> he's like, I don't know, I guess. Uh, and like, and they try to replay it again mm-hmm. with, with, I guess, the intention being she really goes in on him. But she just gets Instead, upset. she just starts crying. Yeah. <laughs> and she just yeah. goes, like, it's one of the most heartbreaking scenes in the movie where she just goes... I didn't think it would hurt this bad, mm-hmm. but it hurts so bad here. Yeah. And she starts sobbing and she even fully starts like holding mm-hmm. him while she cries. Yeah. And, and you're just like, Oh Jesus, like
2: yeah.
0: uh it's really, really heartbreaking. Yeah. And somehow she still looks amazing when she cries. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> Pretty
1: crier. <laughs>
0: <laughs> got the got the Nicole Kidman single tear thing oh, down.
1: Oh man. Yes. <laughs> I wonder if there's just someone that comes in with a dropper real oh, quick no. and then just like not drops
0: when, not. Not when you're that good. <laughs> when, when you're Maggie Chung or Nicole Kidman. Single tear drop. Yeah. There's a scene that I will literally never forget. I've tried to Google it just to see the scene again, but I'll it's in uh Big Little Lies. Where that show is so she's good. sitting there and her therapist is basically like, You're in an abusive relationship. <laughs> yep. And it's just holding on her face and you see like she's normal and you see the tear well up and then just perfectly drop down her face (laughs) and there's no trickery you just know she's just that good that's why nicole kidman's one of my favorite actors she's fucking what is the new show
1: she's in right now oh nine strangers or nine yeah i
0: I just was looking to see if it was out today literally it's really good uh i'm excited yeah Um, i'm a
1: few episodes in it's really good i
0: know she's so good she's amazing yeah she's like
1: 54 she's like freaking hot god (laughs) so hot crazy
0: uh but yeah not even a human (laughs) not really no but hey anyway we're lucky enough to have her here yes, On Earth. amazing yeah <laughs> i have to watch that i was literally just looking it up today it's so funny that she game. came up yeah. um that's probably why she was on my brain because mm-hmm. i was like oh that show come out Because mm-hmm. i saw ads for it forever ago yeah. i was like what's that show with nicole kidman where she's a psycho cult leader and yep. there's like weird like just nine incredibly famous people also yeah. are there
1: <laughs> yeah it's really good yeah. uh anyway tangent
0: but no she's crying and mm-hmm. she gets a talking to by her landlady and where she's kind of like, oh, we can't see each other. My landlady's, like, telling me I'm out late and being bad. And her <laughs> landlady's like, you seem lonely. It's sad that your husband's gone all the time. And her
1: neighbor <laughs> needs to butt out.
0: <laughs> I think that's the lady she lives with.
1: Uh, Yeah, that lady. And she's, like, always giving her advice, though, about how she needs to basically, like, take care of her like keep her husband yeah. on a tighter leash basically it, and, it's like, tough
0: too because you see Maggie. she chung. shouldn't be
1: alone and she shouldn't let her husband go away for so long yeah
0: and, maggie chung like takes it and just goes okay yeah 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 but mm-hmm. then the second she like walks up the stairs you see her start yeah. tearing up again it's like yeah. it's like you can tell she just wants to be like bitch i know this like what I the know. fuck like i don't need to hear this from you like yeah <laughs> uh i just have music longing stairs. i think this is the scene where maggie chung's like in the front of the frame mm-hmm. kind of looking off in the distance mm-hmm. and tony leung's back there just kind of like staring mm-hmm. at her it's, it's all super sexy and movie yeah. like so literally they're just yeah. standing there looking at each other yeah. or she's looking away and he's looking at her and just, yeah that's the scene mm-hmm. like there's multiple scenes like that and, you, and yeah you just,
1: there's another scene where early when earlier you were talking about when they were riding together or like doing the thing that they were doing together or whatever like there's a scene where he's looking in the reflection yeah back at her working at a desk or doing some shuffling yeah, papers there's, there's
0: a a, anytime there's like jazz montages mm-hmm. it's just a lot of she's looking at him yeah he's looking at her yeah and you just like the entire movie is like the, the movie's like literally like edging mm-hmm. the movie <laughs> <laughs> except it blue balls you know? edging the movie coming this summer <laughs> <laughs> maggie Chung. tony leon <laughs> will they won't they edging october
1: (laughs) i'm coming with you i don't want you to come with me
0: i don't want you to come at all
1: (laughs) oh my god oh
0: shit it'll have you on the edge of your seat
2: <laughs>
0: and, and all the calm jokes i could make too but <laughs> oh
2: god
0: what is up oh my god uh there's a there's a, <laughs> there's a fun scene where they're in the rain together uh he confesses that he's mm-hmm. going to leave for singapore
1: mm-hmm. uh, and i'm wondering is his wife going with him or no
0: no i don't think so because he well, she's been in like the, this whole sequence over. basically is like he's like i am leaving for singapore mm-hmm. and she's like okay we probably shouldn't see each other anymore and he's yeah. like I need one more thing from you, mm-hmm. and they do. I
1: wanna, They're they're walking through him breaking it. up
0: with. He's pretending to break up with Maggie Chen mm-hmm. to prepare to break up with his wife. Yeah, and we get like another. This all like, it's it, the sequence is weird yeah. here because it's it's hard to keep up with because he says he needs one more thing for from her, but then they have a very serious scene where they're both themselves. Yeah, where he's like he literally goes, "I'm bad." He's yeah. like he's like I, I. We said we wouldn't be like them, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: we failed he's like basically he's not putting it on he just like i don't want like the thought of your husband
1: coming back he's like he's
0: like he's like when your husband comes back i don't like it Mm -hmm. he's like i'm bad and then he has like a really iconic line for me where he just goes feelings creep up on you like that Mm -hmm. Where it's just like he's just he's like i'm in love with you like yeah we've been hanging out well and
1: also i think (laughs) that that in that moment he's realizing maybe they're both realizing how this how easily something like this can happen
0: a hundred percent. You're so right to point that out. Where is this is where they're talking about. Yeah. Like I just we just all we wanted to do was just see how this could have happened. Mm-hmm. And now look at us. Yeah. We've fallen in love with each yeah. other. And this whole time we've been judging these two mm-hmm. and we've gone and done what yeah. they did. <laughs> I'm so glad that you because it was a thought. I, uh, I, I had a mental note to, to bring that up. But mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you mentioned it because mm-hmm. literally that's what happened. Yeah. And but they still. They toe that line where, like, but we won't, because again, I think they say, but we won't be like them, mm-hmm. where they're like, but we're not going to go all the way. You're right. But it is very much like, look what happened. Yeah. You guys fell in love with each other. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and, and you're
1: not villains, you know?
0: Yeah. And, and, and then it makes to
1: hurt people.
0: It makes you feel like if he had done his Wong har Y thing mm-hmm. and you saw the other side where, because their spouses are, never around when they're mm-hmm. around because he's gone he's yeah he's you don't probably, know what
1: their spouses are going through
0: yeah he's lo- her spouse is lonely yeah like his wife she, she comes home when he's already asleep yep like they're lonely people too yeah like i think it even though you literally never see them it in this moment is like kind of unvillainizing yeah these characters yeah it's it's pretty crazy how mm-hmm. how deep this movie is yeah without showing you too mm-hmm. much it just is like hey yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: like no, I think, and I think it's an important story to tell to show two, like quote unquote, good people doing things that are like not decidedly like not good things to do, yeah. but they are good people, mm-hmm. just to show that like people are capable of a lot of things in the right circumstances, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: Anytime a story humanizes a villain, I always kind of love.
0: Like, oh yeah! Like
1: I like I loved Wicked on Broadway. Like I loved that story yeah, about the Wicked like, Witch. And that's like my like... number. That's
0: like my number one bucket list show. <laughs> that's, like the one I want to see really bad. Yeah, like it's tough because like I, I want to like all these like Disney movies where it's like what if bad guy but they are actually kind of empathetic. Yeah, <laughs> um, but a lot of them are very poorly executed. Uh-huh. But I yeah. will. Someone will beat me to the punch, but I will. I'm gonna write the uh, Ursula movie at some point. <laughs> I'm gonna make Ursula a sympathetic a character, person, yeah. Because I already have. Oh God, no! I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it because someone will actually steal Ursula? the idea.
1: Huh? <laughs> can I be Ursula?
0: <laughs> sure. Why not? You already got the laugh down. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely clipping. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, I'll, have to, I'll have to tell you my pitch for the Ursula movie at some point, but uh, <laughs> i not going to ruin it live on air. Um, but again, it, this is why I was talking about the sequences where, where it like kind of backtracks to showing you them rehearsing the breakup, and then she starts crying again. Mm-hmm. And again, it's very much like, is she cr- pretending to cry right. as his wife, or right. is it because he literally is leaving, he's also leaving her, and that's why she's crying? Yeah. Because even mm-hmm. he's like... Hey, this is just to pretend or whatever. Mm-hmm. You don't have to like. And she's just fucking sobbing.
2: Yeah. Uh, and
0: and this is as much as Wong Kar Wai movies make me feel. I don't normally like get too choked up when I watch right. them. This second time around, I felt it. I was like, mm-hmm. I could have, I could have fully. I felt it well up. This was the moment where I was like, Yeah. Ooh, I could, I could let go right here mm-hmm. if I wanted to, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to. But mm-hmm. interesting. Noting that that mm-hmm. like this actually got me because mm-hmm. I really because it all hit me at once yeah. where I was like no she's crying because he's leaving yeah and and like I was like oh fuck and I was like oh damn yeah oh that's so sad and, but again the scene's so brief you almost, yeah. you almost don't even have time to like
1: you almost miss it
0: yeah you can't
1: look at anything else
0: really good yeah um and we get we get what you talked about before where they're in the taxi together yep. and they hold hands and she leans yep. on him and says I don't really want to go home so. Mm-hmm. Did, they, you don't fuck? Know. did yeah, they fuck? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and then she ends up with a kid later.
0: I don't know. That's I think that's up to the viewer. Yeah. You know, whether they did or not. Um. It it all happens pretty quickly from here, where you get this radio dedication mm-hmm. to Maggie Chung and yeah. you Get this cool scene where I'm using my hands again, mm-hmm. uh, where she's, she's in, in the, the she's in frame. the door frame shifts over she's past in the, the, the door wall the door frame back to her while this mm-hmm. song plays. Yeah. And then, uh, we get like. And basically, he says like, "If I bought an extra ticket, would you come with mm-hmm. me?" You don't really get an answer. You yeah. see him waiting at the hotel.
1: Yep.
0: He's just like, huh. Yeah. And then he kind of Shut like shuts the lights off. Shuts the lights off. Walks out into the hall. And then you cut to her, and it's yep. almost like she's like, "Fuck, no, I should have. I gotta yep. go." And then she goes. Yeah. And then you just see her sitting in the empty hotel room, single tear, just yeah.
2: Yeah. And
0: they're just like, they missed each other. Yep. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like. And and the movie's not done hurting you at nope, this not point. Yet, not <laughs> it's yet. like, oh, you thought that was sad? How about Singapore 1963? Uh, he comes he comes back to his place and something's missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, Who the fuck was in my room? And his his landlord's like, "Oh, fuck you. I don't yeah. <laughs> the yeah. guy, the guy's on the screen for like two yeah. seconds, but he <laughs> has such good like I don't give a shit. Yeah. Dude, energy. <laughs> uh, he goes back and finds a cigarette with like lipstick uh-huh. on it. And then he's at work and then it like I guess is like a flashback yeah cuz he's at work Because
1: we don't know at the time we yeah. don't see the scene of her picking yeah he's at,
0: he's at work and he gets a call mm-hmm. and nobody answers yeah. and then it's her it's and she's her, yeah. in his room she just kind of wanders around feeling yep. his things and smokes one of his cigarettes Which
1: is totally something one car <laughs> loves to do obviously <laughs> yeah.
0: uh, and then she takes the slippers yep which like and that's the then thing backtrack like, and there's something missing. Yeah, he was upset that the slippers were missing Which means you that, didn't
1: know what he was worried. He didn't <laughs> you don't know what he's upset about until
0: yeah And so you get to put together. He still had the slippers. Yeah, so he still cares Yeah, and then she took the slippers as kind of like a hey I was yeah. here, but I didn't have the balls to talk to you mm-hmm. So another just like sad just like they yeah. missed each other and this one's even this one's uh, it's just it sucks like yeah. you're just like come on no uh, and while he's in Singapore, he tells Ping the story about if people have feelings, they whisper it into a tree and then they cover it up with mud.
1: Go up in the highest mountain or something and yeah. dig a hole in a, yeah, and
0: uh, whisper
1: their secret into the hole and then cover it with mud.
0: Yeah, and Ping's like, that's stupid.
1: Just go get laid or something like that. He, yeah. I would just go get laid. Yeah. Well, I'm not like you. <laughs> Love that.
0: Uh, we flash forward again and uh, Hong Kong, 1966, mm-hmm. three years have passed now. Yep. Um, Maggie Chung comes back to her old apartment the yep. la- The lady's leaving. I'm not going to go down this tangent because we've only got so much time. yeah, but this is the part of the movie where Wong Kar Wai starts lacing in mm-hmm. some like political turmoil yeah and if, um, and I
1: don't know if it was just meant to be like a, a time stamp. it was I, just like I, an aesthetic. I, the, that- the
0: thing that's tough with him is he <coughs> his movies seem very specific, but they a lot of his movies can also be read as like. Political commentaries mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. like he specifically said it in like 1966 when there was like all this stuff going on that I'm not educated enough to explain mm-hmm. to you, dear audience. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I meant to do more googling than I did, but it's like there was riots happening mm-hmm. in Hong Kong at the time. There mm-hmm. was all this like British nonsense because they, mm-hmm. they were they were British controlled at the mm-hmm. time, and there was all this craziness happening. People right. people were leaving the country because things were so wild. Yeah, and I think that you know and there's a, and he literally shows like political footage yeah at one does. point in the movie mm-hmm. and i think he's you know it's not just random mm-hmm. like he's trying to say something with these two characters it
1: that, was to, interesting to throw that in all like yeah to throw that into the mix so yeah it's it like we talked
0: about with chunky express with and fallen angels like mm-hmm. all the american stuff invading yeah. mm-hmm. the landscape and stuff yeah. this is like but it, i i feel like if I really sat down and drilled down on it, you could see how the story of these two lovers never getting together and Mm -hmm. and missing each other could be a metaphor Mm -hmm. for this country not being able to, like, I guess, like, if I had to guess, it's about, like, Hong Kong not having the guts to stand up and be its own country, Uh and it keeps, like, moving from control from Uh Britain to China and all this stuff, and it's just, like, hong kong is the maggie chung character i I guess in this instance where it's like no you should have just (laughs) stood up for yourself and gotten what you wanted yeah but you didn't have the balls to do it so maybe it's like a critique Mm
1: -hmm. in
0: a way Mm -hmm. again i'm not educated on the political climate of the time so it's just a guess yeah it was an interesting choice to throw it really comes out of left field almost yeah it does because they haven't talked about What's just
1: really different from the rest of the what's happening Mm -hmm. yeah
0: Especially just fully the showing the political yeah, footage. Yeah. It's just so almost random. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. Maggie Chung's like, you know what? Actually, uh, I'd like to rent this place again.
1: And then you're <laughs> like, okay, because she's been away for a while. Yeah. We don't know what's going on.
0: Yeah. You get a scene where she's like looking out the window and she's like starts yeah, to tear up mm-hmm. a little bit because the lady's like, we don't even talk to our new neighbors. Don't you remember mm-hmm. the days when we talked to our yep. neighbors and stuff? And she's like, yeah, I do. Like yeah, tears, tears start coming up. And you're like, oh, yeah. and then fucking Tony Leung shows up because he's just in town and he wants to visit mm-hmm. his old like landlords or yeah. whatever, and they're gone. They're gone. And he like gives the present to the guy. Mm-hmm. And then he walks. He's like, who lives next door? And the guy's like, ah, some lady and her kid mm-hmm. who we know is, is her. her. He
1: doesn't know that.
0: And he hovers outside the door like as if yeah. he's like, well, I might as well just check to see who's here. And again, it's like if he had knocked, yep, and like Cause she would have
1: been there, maybe. And also, yep.
0: it seems like she's not with her husband anymore, right?
1: Because she's like, I'd like to rent a room, and it's like, okay.
0: And she also so might have husband. a kid that might be his. We don't know, yeah. Like, and he doesn't knock, and he walks away, and you're like, God damn it, yeah. what the fuck?
2: Yeah,
0: because <laughs> like, uh, like for me, and just to wrap up the movie, it was get a really beautiful sequence of him going to uh, apologies for this pronunciation: Angkor Wat. Mm-hmm. um so the super famous temple
1: yeah um, that so that is where that's where it hit me for some reason all the way up until this point this was what hit me was him going up there and whispering into that hole yeah and and that was where, just watching him stand there with his face against that hole i just started like tearing up in the music <laughs> and then oh. the panning motion across the stones and everything and just it got me
0: yeah! Wow it got me that's right interesting there. and
1: then I just <laughs> sat there through through the credits just like welling up and staring at the screen <laughs> it was so surreal yeah when
0: the movie ends you're like I remember the first time I, I finished watching this movie I had this really intense frustration and I was like fuck I literally had like a moment where I was like fuck this movie I was like what the mm-hmm. fuck and I was like but you know once you have a few moments to re- to settle down and reflect mm-hmm. like you're like, wow, this movie really must have gotten under my skin for me yeah. to have such an intense reaction yeah. <laughs> to it. But that is my question to you. It's like watching this for the first time, Like, how frustrated were you by this ending where you're just like, they don't get together? Like I, like the last like 10, 15 minutes in the movie is just them missing each other over and over and just oh, not ending man, up together. Know.
1: <laughs> you know, honestly, and I don't, this probably is telling about me, but. I was, it was a less of a feeling of frustration and more of, it it triggered some deep sadness inside of me that was like, it it was too familiar, that feeling.
0: Oh, interesting. And,
1: and, and sort of just like, yep, this is what happens (laughs) to sad people that don't get to be happy, you know? Like, and it was just like, so sad. Like I just got so sad. (laughs) It was so sad. And I wasn't like upset that they didn't end up together. Honestly, I didn't expect them to because my expectations were that it would just be sad. Sure um and so i wasn't like oh they you know oh my gosh like they just barely i'm like sure yeah absolutely of course they didn't cross (laughs) of course they didn't see each other again like uh, like
0: i'm on to you Wonka. yeah like
1: you know like (laughs) fuck you know like (laughs) you know but but no it was more like man this is like it it triggered it made me sadder than i thought it would make me Mm -hmm. and i couldn't quite put my finger on why it was so sad it was just something it was like the combination of the just everything that led up to that point and the just both the characters and the aesthetic and the music and it was just like very moving and just the emotional the emotional moment of him standing and whispering his secret into this hole mm-hmm. not ever telling anyone and knowing that he would like die with this story and no one would ever know yeah you know
0: yeah i think that's why i wanted to even break the format of the show and talk about his movies is because exactly what you just described he captures these feelings in a way that's Mm -hmm. impossible to describe without watching it but for some reason he makes you feel this deep Mm -hmm. deep thing that you weren't expecting like you know like with the King express like the Mm -hmm. loneliness and the yeah like i just it I feel it in the pit of my stomach, like like very, just right in your gut. Yeah, yeah, like very few movies do to me. And for some reason he's like the fucking master of it. Yeah. And so by the end of the movie, you just you're right. You just feel like really broken and yeah. like you're just Yeah,
1: like, it was just like a, something just like I felt empty all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Like there was just like something just got pulled out of me and I was just like sitting there blank. Yeah. Like it was so weird like it was so like it put me in a really weird uncomfortable headspace for a minute and I was like I wish I had time for a unicorn chaser I don't like how I feel right now like
0: did you did you watch it today I,
1: yeah wow. yeah I watched it this morning like early or you know like late morning early afternoon and because I wanted it to be really fresh you know yeah Oh, man, it was man. I probably should have been able to like watch something else before coming over here, but it put me in a weird space. And then I did my little eye wings on my face just to sort of nod to the movie. <laughs> you can't see it, but I did my makeup like her makeup. <laughs>
0: Well, I appreciate I was, you dressing up. For I was the podcast. feeling it. Yeah,
1: I like dressed up, and yeah, you can't see me, but I'm wearing red tights and heels.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what. We, we'll, <laughs> you could take a selfie, and I'll use your picture. I'll put I'll put you like next to Maggie Chung, when I, when I post the podcast so people can people can at least appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's the end of the movie. It just is sad and leaves you hollow.
1: Yeah, it does. It leaves you hollow. You're no, not
0: full like a hole with a secret.
1: <laughs> you feel like broken, like it breaks you.
0: Yeah. If um, you if
1: you have any kind of past of heartbreak and and missed opportunities, it'll hit you.
0: It's just yeah, it just something about it just feels so deep and upsetting in a mm-hmm. way where you're just like I think it's just cuz everything feels so human and it's so easy to empathize Movie, it's very
1: easy to relate to these two.
0: As much as like, I feel like you understand their characters, they also, because the movie's so subtle, mm-hmm. it's, it's this is like making insert characters mm-hmm. in a way that's well done. Mm-hmm. It's like, bad version of this is like Twilight. I'm just a brunette white girl and I have no personality, so you, dear reader, you can, can to pretend to be yeah. me getting fucked by vampires and werewolves <laughs> or whatever, except not till marriage. Um, but this is like, the-
1: <laughs> oh, she wanted it. He wanted to wait. Let's, you know.
0: Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah.
1: She wanted it. She um, was like, give it to me. I want to want me human.
0: But speaking of butts, but, but these characters, they have personalities, yeah. but it is still very easy to like slip into their shoes. Mm-hmm. Like that are a little bit too small for you mm-hmm. and run up the stairs like Maggie Chung. I don't know. Yeah. Lost control of the metaphor, uh, but. <laughs> But I think. Oh, I, there are
1: some beautiful. Oh my gosh. There, speaking of stairwells, there was a moment. There was a scene where she was um, running down some stairs and it was like beautifully lit colors, green and red. Which is in the
0: hotel. Like, yeah. Coming and, to the then, hotel. and then she
1: hears the phone ring. You hear the phone ringing in the background. She starts like running back up and running back down. And it's like these scenes of her going yeah. up and down the stairs and it's like. That was a cool scene. Mm-hmm. That was a really cool scene. It,
0: it's like cut in a really speedy way that's yeah. not really like most of the movie. And I didn't really talk about it, but the timing, it's because it like, was a
1: feeling of franticness. Yeah,
0: she's very frantic to like get to. And I think this is when she visits him at the hotel for the first mm-hmm. time. And for some mm-hmm. reason, and she's like, like, I didn't think you were going to show. She, she's up. like fucking sprinting to see yeah. this guy. Like, uh, And I guess she was just really wanted to see him bad. Yeah. And just the pay the cuts are just like, yeah. she's up to stairs downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, speaking of uh, anything else you wanted to touch on before we wrap up?
1: I think that's all my thoughts.
0: Really? You said you you forgot your notes.
1: I forgot my notes. My guests, my, so gu- many my notes. guests
0: are cursed. Like I have so many guests that go, I wrote notes but I left them at home. Yeah, I forgot my notes. But you said like is there anything you notes. you remember writing down that I didn't we didn't really cover that you wanted to talk about?
1: No, I think I think that actually we would talked about most of it. The the music was really I, I really felt like the music was very fitting for this mm-hmm. film, which he does a good job, I think. Oh, yeah. Of picking music. He's
0: got a great ear f- um, for that kind of stuff.
1: But yeah, no, that that uh, the stairs scene, I just wrote stairs.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: That's a pretty good note.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> But also, I just really would love to visit that place that he went to whisper his secret. I'd love to go visit that. Oh yeah, that's
0: a super famous place. Uh,
1: Cool. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) Yeah. You never get to see
0: him laying on her lap like that. (laughs) I just always think I'm going to get tired of it, and then I no, don't. No, it's so good. It's the time I accidentally turned it on. Like I just was, I sat back and just let it wash over me, because it just it gets oh, into your, it worms it its way into your brain. It and, does. and You're just like, uh like even every-
1: that music makes you feel some sense of melancholy. Yeah, like just the music, listening to it, puts you into a weird headspace. Hmm.
0: Um, but yeah, so we'll move on to ratings. Uh, had like a couple guess lately where i've just been like you don't have to rate the movie if you don't want in fact i'm starting to feel like the rating system is antiquated (laughs) Um, so i'm going to start at least at the very least throwing in like uh would you recommend it on top of the ratings but i'm still going to do my scores because it's fun Mm -hmm. and also i can't drop the scores now because this is one of the prime candidates that was maybe maybe going to be the first ever 10 on the show Mm -hmm. So mm-hmm. you have to figure out whether that's going to be the case. But I'll let you go first. Oh, man. Um, you don't have to give it a score if you don't want. If you want, you can just say whether you recommend it or not. It's up to you. What, what would you say?
1: I really loved it. I really loved it. I really loved it. I loved it in a different way than the other ones that we watched, though. Um, it it didn't have the uh, as much of the, like, the funny moments at all true it was just just the whole thing was sad
0: <laughs> like
1: <laughs>
0: yeah
1: <laughs> um and uh but but no i i didn't feel like it was uh basic in any way it was just gorgeous and amazing and i loved the choices and i loved the sped up timelines and you know the stories i felt like it was an interesting role play and, yeah, yeah you the, know. the stuff
0: where they're pretending to be each other's spouses is just such a fascinating little side. The, uh, the, what a weird direction to go in! And
1: how easily <laughs> they ended up understanding in the end how their spouses could have ended up in this situation.
0: Yeah, you know.
1: And I, I just think that that's really uh, intelligent.
0: It just it, writing, it, you know. It, I know because it just it makes everything so layered. Mm-hmm. They're pretending to be their spouses, but they're also injecting themselves. And and just like you, just have to respect Maggie Chung and Tony mm-hmm. Lund so much. Their performances, the depth of their performances, is, is fucking astonishing. Mm-hmm. To be quite frank, mm-hmm. um, it's man, it's really good. But uh,
1: man, I'm I'm gonna give it a ten. Wow, I am. I'm gonna give it a ten. It got under my skin. <laughs> I mean, it was like bubbling under my skin. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. St- I couldn't. And I'm honestly like very like. I have a hard time. I get easily distracted at any given moment, and I always have to constantly, like, repeat what I'm watching and over and over and over because I'll miss parts. And um, with this, like, I I had to replay the first couple of scenes, like, three times, but then the the whole rest of the time, I did not leave my position, and I just, like, watched (laughs) it. Like, my eyes never left the screen. Yeah. I didn't want to miss a beat, you know?
0: Uh, This is tough for me. I mean, I... I feel like this movie is objectively the best one of his films that we've watched just in terms of pure craftsmanship Mm -hmm. and like the amount of skill that's on display even as a Mm -hmm. storyteller and, again, Mm -hmm. the depths of the performances. Mm -hmm. That being said, I think I'm just... I think it's still a 9.5. 9.5. It's it's a 9.5. You still
1: (laughs) want to give room for a 10 somewhere.
0: This isn't quite a 10, and I'll tell you why... I think it's because it's either because I've only watched it twice. Mm -hmm. I think if this is a movie I'd watch 10 times, it might be a 10 out of 10. Mm -hmm. Um, It almost moves a little too fast for its own good. It's like somewhat inaccessible uh, and and, and a little, but again, it's in a way that's rewarding when you watch it over and over and it's really cool. Mm -hmm. And it's also like, it is nice, like, cause rewatching this, I was like, this movie does not fuck around no. like it's like you know what's up and it's like skip again skipping yep. scenes it's like you know what happened we, we already did that you, you, yeah. you, you can put it together but it's it just, it's just
1: giving oh. you a lot of power as the viewer it's assuming that you can catch up and and they don't need to spell things out for you so it's relying a little bit on your intelligence yes
0: but i do think there's just but
1: that can be that can hurt you as you know as a filmmaker if your audience is not that bright and yeah. can't pay attention to this things. <laughs> is a movie that like
0: I, sometimes sometimes i judge movies based on like could i show my family this movie
1: oh and, i couldn't show my family. i mean well i don't want to say that but
0: no i, I don't think I don't a lot of
1: my, i don't think a lot of people in my family would get it
0: yeah it's just like would a general audience really enjoy this movie and i think the answer is no it's no. too hard to keep up with yeah and i don't think that's a bad thing because my favorite movies are movies that generally not everybody loves mm-hmm. Um, But at the same time, it's like god damn like it's a deal breaker
1: for a lot of people and I was gonna say that like even though for me it hit home and The pacing didn't bother me, but that's only because of my own issues with my own relationship with time. Yeah Um, Especially as I get older another telling thing, but it feels like that for me where I'm skipping two steps at a time Yeah, and my timeline feels very much like this movie and when I look back on my life, you know, yeah. and so that's what part of also why it hits me so hard. It's like things that feel like they just happened yesterday happened 10 years ago. <laughs> and, um, you know, and when you're a younger person, you don't have that sense of time yet yeah. until you get older and everything is speeding by. It's like it's like as you float further and further away from um, Earth and into the universe, time just speeds by in the blink of an eye. Yeah. You know, it's just like these it's crazy, but but for a lot of people, it's way too fast, and they it's too easy to get confused about what's happening and who's who and who's doing what.
0: Yeah, I do. You know? Like I said, I think, like, like catch me like five years down the road. Mm-hmm. I might be like, nope, In the Move for Love is legitimately a perfect movie. I should have just gave it a 10. Mm-hmm. It's not going to get any better than this. Because <laughs> it is like the confidence on display here
1: mm-hmm.
0: is mesmerizing. And just the story, it's like the amount of shit that he packs in the 90 minutes is fucking crazy. It would
1: have been uh, like he would have had to have made like a, a three hour long movie to yeah. really fit in, you know, all the stuff in between.
0: But again, like you're talking about, like, it's even almost poetic that the time jumps get bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. And like at first it's just a year and then it's three, three years, years of and suddenly it's gone th- by. Yeah. It's like time is just getting away from you and yep. you miss that chance. And it's just rapidly just disappearing. Rolling down the hill. Yeah. Yep. And it's like. So even that stuff feels purposeful mm-hmm. the steps that are being skipped feel purposeful. It's not random It's like everything has meaning mm-hmm. and so it's like I don't know
1: Well, and uh, it was like a ball of yarn that they had that moment before they separated Where they could have said fuck it? Let's do this. They mm-hmm. had that opportunity right there to just Decide they're gonna leave their spouses and be together. Yeah. but they didn't and then and then it was like they were both trying to catch each other from that moment on and time just kept rolling away from them and the yarn was just rolling down the hill and yeah. unraveling and they couldn't catch it you know yeah and,
0: and i wonder if not giving it a 10 is maybe just me being secretly bitter that it, <laughs> that it, that it made me feel so bad but
1: and i just love pain so that's like, why i like it really it, so much. it really
0: grinds it into you I at the end pain. where it's like it's like yeah they didn't get together oh just kidding check it out she's in singapore they really don't get together yeah. though and they're like oh but she's back at the apartment he's here he just kicked to fucking get together <laughs> fuck you like, and you're just like fuck uh but also like i mean the political footage i could do without
1: just, i could like, t- t- have done without that
0: tiny little nitpicks here and there it's just like i'm gonna leave the door open for something to beat it but the mm-hmm. bar has been set like, I'm not sure that you can make a better movie than this. It's a pretty And so amazing. if something ever does get a 10, that'll be saying a lot that I only gave this a 9.5. Yeah. This is a very fucking good movie. Yeah. There's a reason why anytime someone puts together Greatest Movies of All Time list, this mm-hmm. routinely is in the top 20. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Couldn't recommend it enough, especially if you're a fan of film. Mm-hmm. Um, here comes the dreaded... It's just
1: so beautiful. The
0: dreaded time of uh, recommendations, if you have one. Oh, uh, if you don't, that's fine. I don't have any recommendations. That's fine. Right um, now. I keep forgetting to bring recommendations too, but I'm just going to go ahead and recommend um, the movie Red by Christoph Kislowski. Oh,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Something
0: mm-hmm. about the curtains.
1: Yeah. The, the, mm-hmm. When the
0: curtains were oh, billowing, the billowing red I, curtains. I was getting flashbacks to the scene in Red where they're at the mm-hmm. theater and the mm-hmm. storm is happening and mm-hmm. the doors blow open. and it, And Red has. And uh, that's the reason why I love doing the show as time consuming as editing it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I love talking to people about movies, and I love the show as an excuse to discover movies mm-hmm. because <laughs> I I decided to do the Three Colors trilogy just because, like, oh, this is a famous trilogy. Yeah. Red has become a movie that has never left my mm-hmm. mind since I watched it. It's like, I think once I get it and watch it a few more yeah. times, I'm good. I could. Confidently say it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, I even like put it on my letterboxd as one of my favorite movies currently mm-hmm. just because it's like It's so fucking good. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable how good that movie is and it's still and it reminds me of this movie That's very esoteric mm-hmm. and It's asking you to put the pieces together like between these people in their relationship and mm-hmm. understanding like what's really going on like these directors have such a confidence in their audience and mm-hmm. like when you hear Koslowski talk about oh I show this scene from here because the audience will then pick up on it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm like, you maybe you're giving Mm -hmm. your people a little too much credit there, (laughs) but it's also like, wow, like this really brilliant filmmaker, part of what makes him so brilliant is he's like trusting his audience in a way, which feels like you almost expect them to be like, oh, everyone's so stupid, I have to hammer it home for them. And he's like, no, people are smart. And I
1: honestly get a little bit irritated when I feel like movies just like make things too obvious. Yeah,
0: Uh, it's like, it's not or they e- take
1: the obvious route and the obvious approach instead of going a little bit
0: off. Well, it's not. Track e- it's not engaging bit. to watch. Like, yeah. Um, and, and that's fine. I love a good turn your brain off movie. Mm-hmm. It, and if you're in the mood for that, that's great. But you're never gonna. No masterpiece has ever it's been. It's not interesting. Been. Yeah, like the greatest movies are movies that engage you and make you have to lean forward mm-hmm. and come to the edge of your seat. Uh, uh, no, but yeah, um, I mean, so yeah, Red is was definitely my favorite of the trilogy. Um, I thought blue was great. I thought mm-hmm. white was really solid. Um, but red, just, man, I can't gotcha. stop thinking about that movie. It's so good. Um, I'm really excited to dive into more Kislowski. I'm excited to dive into more Wong Kar Wai eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, me too. But, yeah.
1: Thank you, Criterion Channel. Yes,
0: very much so. <laughs> uh, it's just I
1: finally transitioned from just having it <laughs> on my computer to putting the app on my um, Apple TV so that I could watch it on my big screen oh, in the living room. Nice. Very
0: nice. Yeah, I'll do my David Lynch impression where he yells at people he was like, you're going to watch a movie on your fucking phone? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> your fucking phone. <laughs> Sorry, Lynch. We got uh-uh. big phones now. Don't be salty. Uh, but I'll go see oh. Dude in theaters. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, thank you so much for joining me again. It's great to have you as always. Yeah. Anything you'd like to plug before What's, we go?
1: The, we're just full of bad, like, just bad... Uh, like things today (laughs) when you say plug yeah plug
0: that hole (laughs) plug that hole with your mud keep those secrets deep inside i'm keeping them so deep (laughs) (laughs) no Dangerbot yeah. on all social Danger, media.
1: Dangerbot, yeah, be my friend.
0: <laughs> and you know, if you check out my Instagram, it's just all Christina. It's right just now. all
1: me right now. I'm taking over. It's fine. I gotta you, bury that. Like, at, if you at first glance you think it's my account.
0: Well, I had a, fuck, <laughs> I had a fucking jewelry people reach out to me and go, hey, we really like to work with you. And I was like, would you like I'm to work not- with me or the model? And they're like, oh, the model. The model. I was like, that's not me.
1: <laughs> Probably the same stupid spam jewelry people that keep trying to like. Ask me to be their uh, brand ambassador, and it's like a total scam. But
0: probably I get
1: a lot of those. Do you guys get a lot of those? Don't be a brand ambassador. No, <laughs> that's it's a my scheme.
0: Plug.
1: Yeah, no, 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 no. no. I'm uh, definitely uh, I'm a nice person. So uh, you should you should follow me on Instagram and Hell be my yeah. friend, and I'll make you laugh. Hopefully,
0: watch her TikTok.
1: Yeah, we're
0: on TikTok. Yeah,
1: I, I've been trying to nurture that a little bit more the last few days. So
0: I made a dumb one yesterday. That was fun. <laughs> I'm back on TikTok. I still
1: very much sort of feel like an old person trying to figure out like, technology. But,
0: <laughs> but also, but also when I'm scrolling, I get to see somebody do Human Centipede as a musical. So <laughs> <laughs>
1: it, 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 oh my god. <laughs> Oh, most traumatizing movies ever. And uh, I love horror. This is coming from someone who loves really gory, horrible I'll sh- horror. I'll show
0: you the TikTok, it's really fucking oh, funny. Human Centipede,
1: <laughs> the musical?
0: It's so good. Uh, I can't. I can't. I can't I'm, even uh, imagine. I can never delete the app because too many people are too fucking funny. And it's oh my god, like, <laughs> people on TikTok are so funny. I don't even get jealous. I'm just like, yeah. you're you're really fucking you're funny. Like, yeah. and I'm glad that you have a thing cause so I can watch your skits. Yeah. Like, I watched one about a hypnotist today where he's like, when I snap my fingers, you will fall asleep. And then he tries to snap and he can't snap. <laughs> and the guy's like, you can't do it. He's like, I'm sorry. He's like, it's like, all right. What, which way are the stairs? He's like, all right and he's like the next guy comes in he's like I'm here for my hypnosis appointment he's like don't bother I can't even and he snaps and he goes I did it and then you hear like the guy that he's hypnotized falling down the stairs because he snapped just him falling for forever I guess it works better if you watch a skit instead of hearing me talk about it on my podcast but that's gonna do it for us here at Clear Classics we love you you're the best we love you we love you and as I unfortunately always say (laughs) at the end of every episode i will catch you all on the flip flop -flop, -flop. at the edge.